In this episode of The Fool Nerd, Asus ROG Ally vs. Steam Deck, latest on AM5 motherboard melodrama, and Intel's secret microcode. Not really. Welcome to episode 257 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordma Ung, that I don't can't pronounce my name on, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. And Adam Patrick Murray sitting to my left. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're messing up all sorts of pronunciations today. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It happens. It's okay. And Willis Lye controlling <laughs> yeah. the vertical and horizontal. Ouch. I figured I needed some Ouch. language. Long that, pause. That, that long pause. <laughs> long pause. Like, I thought I maybe I Willis. just needed more coffee. No, no one needs to control the horizontal vertical. Thank you, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> this is my third cup of coffee in two months. Oh. Well, my hands are explains so why you're messing everything yeah, up. Yeah, it's hitting you weird. Hitting you <laughs> weird. Kind of nice. For sure. It's very nice. But we got a lot of exciting things for you. Yeah. The thing that I'm super excited for, but don't really want to pay for because I don't care about them, but Adam loves, <laughs> is the Asus ROG Asus Ally. Why the hell do I have this in there twice in my notes? <laughs> Asus ROG Ally. Uh, uh, yes, yes. You know, and, and speaking of hitting people weird, uh, so I, I finally had some time, like I got, I got it late Tuesday. Embargo was Thursday, so I didn't have time to do a, a review video or anything like that. So actually, Willis and I came in. We did a, a live stream. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, go back and watch it. We just kind of messed around with it. I, I brought in other handheld devices to kind of compare and contrast, uh, you know, and, and do a little bit of performance testing on. So now I, I, I definitely have more thoughts. Uh, and even even we, we kind of ended that that stream talking about uh, which one am I going to bring to Computex? Yeah. And I kind of have an answer uh, to that one. Uh, before that, I, I do want to say for all the people, thank you, who tuned into that. It, it was, I was surprised so many people actually did tune into it because it, it was a good time. Uh, I was having a performance problem loading games and downloading games. And you know what it was? It was the SD card. The SD card that I bought was oh. bad because I was like, man, this doesn't make oh. sense. The internet, the internet's fine. What the hell? It should be installing quicker than this. So I was like, okay, wait, actually, let me try installing on the internal drive. It worked perfectly. Oh. I put in a different SD card, worked perfectly. So so there were problems during that stream from like loading a game or whatever, because it was like, why is this taking forever? And I looked and yeah, the SD card was bad. So was it um, just one of those you got off Amazon? I just got off Amazon. Yeah, yeah so. it's probably. I just bought another one. No, I mean, I'm just wondering if it's you know a lot of the, a lot of the SD cards and micro SD cards you get on Amazon. There's really, there's a ton of counterfeits. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I don't think it was a counterfeit. It just like wasn't performing right. And actually, somebody in that stream, I believe it was in the stream or maybe in the comments yeah. afterward, was asking, "Oh, hey, this has UHS two support. Uh, are you going to do any testing with UHS two drive?" And I actually do. I did bought an Angelbird one from B and H Photo. A UHS two micro SD card that I'm gonna try loading on here, and uh, according to ASUS's marketing claims, uh, the UHS loading a game and running it off of a UHS two drive is actually quicker than the internal <laughs> SSD. So huh. wow, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because <laughs> I, I, not, I have no idea. <laughs> so is it even a is it a is it a NVMe drive inside of it or it is yeah yeah twenty two thirty. Wow, so okay. you know the the smaller. The smaller one, but yeah, and I can't remember. We did open it up. Do you remember the main? It was Micron. It was a, a Micron drive. Really, I'm yeah. just shocked that a a UHS two SD card is faster. Supposedly, it, according to their testing, I've once again, I, I I don't have it. I haven't tested it yet. So, uh, anyway. I mean, I mean, they're decent out of a digital camera. I I I'm, I would be interested because 
most digital cameras that I've looked at, they are engineered to anticipate people buying the cheapest POS SD card. So they put giant buffers in. Mm. So the read, read and write performance out of SD cards is generally pretty horrible. So because this is based on a computer, I would assume it would be better, but it's also just commodity card reader. So, but maybe they just put like a really, really high end. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Card reader in too. So anyway, uh, it's, it's been fun. You know, I, th this, I'm going to use this time as like a, uh, uh, informal review kind of talking about things, some things I, I talk about in the stream, some things I like about it, some things I don't like about it. You got to take it out of the box. Oh yeah. Take it out of the box. You know, I've been playing around with it. Uh, but it, it's just, it's, it's interesting. There are definitely things that I don't like about it, and there are definitely things that I really do like about it. And it, it, ra it ranges from the actual hardware to performance to battery life to user experience. Like, it's kind of, like, all over the board. I mean, I think generally, like, Steam has done a great job with the Steam Deck, and that's what makes it so awesome is that, like, you can just, you know, load it up, and you don't have to be super, you know, computer savvy to to just run it. it it's more like a console, like, on the, the spectrum of things, right? There's PC and console. The Steam Deck is definitely closer to a console than the Ally is. But there's definitely more you can do with the Ally because it's Windows. You know, I, I was running Game Pass games on there. I was running Epic games on there, you know, which which is awesome. It's got the the XG Mobile port. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't gotten the XG Mobile really to, to work reliably. Um, so, like, there's definitely things I like about it and things that I, I don't like about it. Which brings me to which one am I bringing to Computex? I'm bringing the Steam Deck Computex. Really? Yeah. Number one, uh, the battery life is more predictable for me. Like, like, I, and part of it is because I, I've, you know, I mean, this has been out for a year. I've, I've used this thing constantly, so it's easy for me to understand just roughly, like, okay, well, what kind of game, what the battery life is going to be like, you know. Uh, but and the but the ally like is all across the board, and especially. At first, I was like, "Oh wow, you've got this turbo mode. You can you can juice it to to thirty watts, uh, you know, and just like go whole hog if if you're plugged in using the uh, I don't have the charger, uh, the sixty five watt charger. It actually boosts the thirty five watts. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? So like, you can really juice the the hell out of this. But battery life is like, woo, <laughs> three. You know, so so yeah. it's like okay. So I would probably run it in. So then I was like, okay, when I'm not plugged in, let me try fifteen watts, which is is what the Steam Deck tops out at. You know, and and one to one comparisons there. So, some games actually ran longer on the ROG, but most most of the time the Steam Deck is is more optimized, and like I can get a little bit better battery life out of it. Yeah, it, it's just like yeah, it's just a, a comfort thing. I think like there's enough here where I'm just like, oh, I don't know if like if I'm gonna be sitting and like having to futz with stuff on the plane, I'd right. rather just be yeah. playing a game, and mm -hmm. the Steam Deck is definitely. <laughs> but I, to go for that. by optimization, though, I mean. If you're playing a game and one is giving you better graphics and higher frame rates, it's probably going to chew up the battery more. So, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, and, and, and I always said this at first, it's like, it's cool that this has a 120 hertz option, but I'm like, I'm, I was using it on battery, like, I, I, cause I was playing Call of Duty. I mean, I had to bump the settings down, but I was getting like, you know, between 70 and 90, which was really cool to have. But yeah, that's I mean, that, awesome to that, have in your hands. Yeah, but that thing, you know, the battery was like, oh, it's gonna last like an hour, maybe. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm on the plane. I'm gonna maximize battery life, you know, and and I know that. Uh. It, and actually, a lot of the reviews that have come out there from like uh, YouTube channels that I like, like Retro Game Core and ETA Prime and stuff like that, at the lower wattages, 
the Steam Deck is definitely still actually performing better than the Ally uh, at the lower wattages. Like, and this can actually get down to eight watts, where I think the lowest on the Ally is like, God, what is it, ten or something like that? Right. So like, they've yeah. just had a. I mean, when you're out for a year, you have a lot of time to sort of tune it for. Yeah, but so, I mean, and, is that and, really and, an issue on a plane anymore? Though, I mean, the last time. I haven't had power. Like, even the cheapest planes yeah. have power. Well, but this this is a weird thing. So I thought that, too, because I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm, usually, I, I the way I play this is I'm on the couch. We only have one TV in the living room. So, you know, uh, Lindsay, my wife, is, is watching something on the TV. I'm on the couch with her. I want to play a game. So, you know, that's kind of how we are. So battery life, eh, you know, even on the Steam Deck, if I push it hard, it's like a couple hours, uh, which is fine for an evening. Excuse me. Um... But I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I want to play in 120 hertz. I'm right next to a plug. Let me just plug it in, get that 35 watts. Uh, and actually, even under 35 watts, this thing's way quieter than the Steam Deck. <laughs> like, Really? Yeah, the cooling solution wow. is definitely something I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Huh. But the weird thing, and I've seen other people say this too, and I'm not quite sure why, if you're plugged in and you're on that turbo mode and it's 65-watt charger, it still depletes the battery. And I'm I'm not quite sure why. I don't know if that's something. Hopefully, they can fix in firmware or or something like that. You but mean like the battery still dies. The or battery is still depleting. Yeah, yeah. Because they're not, they're not, they're taking. So like, if you have 65 watts coming in, and mm -hmm. the thing is going to consume 35 watts. Yeah. You still have to you have to service. So basically, you have 35 watts, and there's other stuff that 35 watts for the APU, right? Yes. Well, so, uh, up to, up to. So you have the screen, you have the storage, you have the chipset. There's a lot of other, and the memory, you're probably only getting, I mean, you sort of see that on some laptops. Like, I remember the, the XPS 17, XPS 15, mm -hmm. 17 definitely. Where they, One of the surfaces did that too. Yeah, they, they just decide like, look, we're, if you want more performance, we're, we could giving you a bigger charger, but that's more weight. So we're going to basically eat into the battery life a little bit. So. Which what, why I was like, okay, well then I'll I'll take this on the plane because then I can probably be on the wall. But then like if it's still depleting the battery, you know, and I'm not going to get that full experience anyway, and I'm going to cap it at like 60 FPS. And at that point, you know, like the the strength. Use the Steam Deck. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. So it, it's trade offs everywhere. Like, and I, and I'm not saying this won't get to a, a better place. I'm you know hopefully they're working on it. And, right. And and they will. But like the like the the Steam Deck is just a known quantity. Yeah. And it's just so reliable, so straightforward. And actually, it works better in airplane mode as well, uh, like oh. especially with like offline, Steam offline mode and stuff like that. They, they've baked in. Uh, also, standby. Like I've had problems with this where like, you know, because the standby here is just so, you just hit the button and it's standby. I'll, I'll turn it back on, keep playing. Uh, I've had problems trying to wake this thing from standby and like immediately or during a game, right? Like... <clears throat> You know, I, I feel like it's not reliable that way. Also, in standby, the uh, the the lighting rings will like occasionally light up for some reason um, when it's uh, and, and it's just like, wait, why is that? It's not supposed to be on. I mean, that's so. that's the advantage of having you know a, an OS designed specifically to be a gaming OS, especially for that device. Yeah, I mean, it, and this has always been the problem with vendors that build around Windows, because for people that know, it's it's based on Windows. Yep, you have a general purpose operating system. They don't get to go, oh, we need to fix this. Let's just recompile this in the operating system to fix. Like, you know, Valve can do that because they own the OS. They can't really do that because they have to They have to throw the ball over the wall to Microsoft. Microsoft has to fix it, and 
depending I mean, on what's going on. But once that, again, that it's, w- a, it's a strength and a weakness, though, because here, I, I mean, it's Windows. I can do whatever the hell I want. I mean, yeah. I, I load yeah, MSI no. Afterburner, right. you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, so it's just like all these things where it's like, because people in the chat during the stream was like, well, can you do this? Can you? I'm like, you can do whatever the hell you want. It's Windows. It's literally just Windows. Like, right. So. <laughs> so and that was actually going to be my biggest question more than the hardware itself how is the experience like of using a windows based handheld how does that compare against the purpose built steam deck so i mean i i've i've had two other devices uh a ionero air pro and a aok zoe a1 non-pro the pro just got announced um both of them have run windows windows 11 specifically uh and it, it's fine like uh, the way that i like to have it is that when windows uh, launches i just have it go into to steam big picture mode and at that point you know it's just kind of like a steam deck you know and if i need to to go out and start afterburner or, or do updates uh i'm doing everything on a touchscreen. and surprisingly even though the scaling is so small i'm surprised i'm like oh man it's not gonna detect oh well, okay did detect where i wanted to hit so like it, it was better than than i expected actually and especially in in i have windows and kind of uh, what is it like the treating the dock as tablet mode so you kind of swipe up from the bottom and it has like a, a different kind of uh, bar so yeah I've, I've had no problems with that the I, i'll say i mean not specific windows problems with this but sometimes when i'm in steam big picture mode the the actual like inputs won't uh register uh for for the ally but i, I don't think that's a windows thing i think that's more of an ally thing that needs to get ironed out i've i've heard other reviews have that problem too so so, so some of it I think just needs longer in the oven. Some of it I think you know just needs a little more, little more work with with uh, with Microsoft. Actually, we did get a super chat. Um, was this from uh, Stephen Proven- Provenzano? Uh, thank you, five dollars. Said uh, out of all the creators covering the ROG Ally, no one has tested using a Hollow OS. Uh, do you plan on testing with this? Uh, I have not. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I can try loading it on. I mean, some people have talked about like, okay, can you use the Steam OS on this thing? So I mean, the, I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want with it because it's a computer. Uh, and then somebody else was asking, um, oh, it's over on on Discord, uh, front of the show. Uh, Liquid R uh, said, in light of the popularity of Steam Deck and the ROG Ally, should Microsoft rethink Windows as an OS for gaming and provide a leaner version that is built for gaming in mind but still capable of general computing tests? Something that leaves out much of the old legacy craft of Windows. Maybe it should as uh, something in between full Windows OS and Xbox OS. Uh, and I, I don't know. What, what what do you think? I mean, because I do like the idea that, especially with an XG Mobile attached and like a forty ninety laptop GPU. I mean, this thing can edit video, probably damn fine. You know, like it's a laptop at that point. <laughs> so, so I don't know. Like, I can't I can't tell for me because I know some people are like, oh, this is awesome. It's a desktop. You know, I, I plug it into a desktop and, and go, even like some people have edited videos on Steam Deck and stuff like that. For me, I just use it as a gaming device, so I would be okay if, if Microsoft would be like, hey, here's a leaner version of Windows that's more like a console. I don't know. What what do you guys think? In the lead up to the ROG Allies release, there was actually a leak of an internal Microsoft like jam like they were doing, and it's uh, for Windows handheld gaming mode. Uh, where it does, you know, handle sleep better and boots into a big picture kind of format and mm. stuff like that. So I think that's very much on Microsoft's mind too, because I think the Steam Deck is making waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, once again, like I, I, I don't. Out of all the the problems that I've that, that I've had on here, it hasn't. I it doesn't feel like it's a Windows thing. 
it, you know, it's like more like a driver thing or a compatibility thing. Like I said, those other devices that I've used Windows on, it's been a, a super easy experience. So like I like I don't think it's necessary, and I like the idea of having it open. But at the same time, I bet there's an even better future out there. You know, yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm 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 curious. I, I don't. I, I don't think. think that I, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I just don't think. I mean, Microsoft has made definitely you know special versions of the OSs. ATMs get them and that kind of stuff. But I don't think I don't know if they really want to fork their OS too much because that means more development. You have you know you you end up basically with Android sometimes where it's a complete <laughs> disaster. And I do I do I definitely think they want to keep things as same as possible because it'd be a bummer if you couldn't get the same gaming experience from a handheld to your laptop. Yeah, so, right. I mean that that is the strength, right? Yeah. So I mean, I, and even even Willis said on stream, he's like, you know, out of the two, he likes the idea of being able to play Game Pass and Epic Games because his libraries, his I mean, my Steam library is ginormous, <laughs> but his isn't. You know, so I have like multiple. You know, yeah, yeah. Game Pass, yeah, Epic Game Store, Steam. What else? Uh, if it plays EA, you know, or uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, you right? Know? <laughs> you know, and then let's like on the Ally, you you've got it all on the Steam Deck. I mean, there are ways to get there, but they're not always perfect. It's it's right. you know not not the best experience. So, but maybe making it modular, so you basically sort of have a cut down version, so it's a lighter footprint. Well, isn't isn't but there already a light version of Windows? Didn't they release like a slim or it was, L or yeah S, S. It's called S yeah and it only and that, runs Windows Store apps yeah and that was a that was an attempt to try to push everybody towards more of a tablet kind of phone future and it went over like I don't know like a <laughs> like a I don't know like you're trying to swim with some cinder blocks tied to your, <laughs> mm-hmm. your legs I I do think though you know gosh you know because <laughs> I I kind of think you you make it modular so maybe it loads in the other portions as you need it but. Ultimately, I th- I think the thing is you can't really make it heavily optimized for gaming without disturbing the general purpose of yep. the operating system. To, I mean, that is just one of the awesome things about Windows is it runs everywhere, right? I mean, it still actually generally does. Well, and, and then and, you have to have you have to also consider oh, what about Windows 10 compatibility? I, there's just a lot I mean, again. Which you, I've I've never tried to load Windows 10 on any of these devices. They've all come with Windows 11, so I I've never tried that. But right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the idea of purpose-built version of Windows because I think handhelds are probably going to be here to stay, uh, especially if the Steam Deck keeps it up. Uh, and, you know, to me, they could either leave it up to the device maker or even the first time you boot into the device, say, hey, do you want standard Windows Windows interface or do you want the small screen optimized gaming Windows interface? You pick. Like AMD does something like that for their drivers. And mm. then whenever you're installing them, you just choose whichever one works for you i could also see them starting with hey you know what because right now steam has been big picture mode the rog ally actually uh, loads into armory crate which i actually I, I don't like that interface it definitely needs some work um but like i could see windows being like hey you know what okay if you're on a handheld we'll at least give you a custom front end if you want it so i mean almost kind of yeah. like windows 8 right where it would boot into like a laptop mode if you wanted to get to the desktop you can get into the desktop and have everything you want, but hey, this custom front end is probably where they're going to start. Yeah. So that you load in and it's like a custom front end. Where do you want to go, kind of thing? I mean, I I don't know if they would be successful with it, but <laughs> I just think it's not. It's the the UI isn't really the issue. It's the problem of having to honor decades of compatibility, and that is true. You know, you look at well, I mean, the UI is definitely part of it, though. Yeah, I think that's the easiest part of it, though. Yeah. But you know. 
when you want to like, oh, we're going to break off some DirectX 7 game or some weird ass thing that somebody wants to run, it gets, it gets, it gets really rough because Microsoft's hardest, biggest problem has been leaving legacy behind because that means leaving people behind. And, you know, people like Elena trying to like service that, like, <laughs> I don't know, $22 CPU is to get extreme about it. And those people get angry and. I think there's a way that they could make a more handheld optimized version of Windows. The interface is the important part while still including all those things in the back end. Yeah. I mean, but, well, here's the other thing. Could they just release the Steam or uh, sorry, the Xbox OS? Or is that, would that make it too public so that people can I, crack into it? I doubt they would do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they would release it, but I could see Microsoft actually doing a portable Xbox, right? Why not do you know? Because I mean, probably the probably not. That's, that's not. I don't. I don't think there's enough margin what, there. What <laughs> I want to see is Valve make SteamOS available to other manufacturers as well. That's Which they said they have real interesting. Yeah, they, they, you can you can you've been able to install SteamOS on your desktop forever now, but that one it's kind of gotten neglected a bit while they've been focusing on the yeah, version yeah. for the Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, I want to see that. They'd be like, yeah, you know. Asus, you can use SteamOS for free if you'd like. You know, it's based on Linux. It's open source. Take that if you want it. <laughs> or, hey, if you get it and you want to put it on it yourself, you know, or like yeah. you know, dual dual boot or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. So, like, yeah. Anyway, for the Ally specifically, I think it's awesome. The, I don't think it's a, a home run knock out of the park. Like, oh, yeah, you should totally get this over the Steam Deck. Like, the the pricing is, is good. It's It's got cool features that the Steam Deck doesn't have. But it also falls short in a lot of ways that the Steam Deck doesn't, uh, you know, I mean, it just, I mean, it's been out for a year, right? I mean, it's in Steam and Valve, it's, you know, they're working together or it's one company, you know, kind of thing. So I, I don't know. I, I really see us, I, I could really, I'd put money on it that they're going to do a, they're going to do a portable Xbox. Right, I mean, because, they, they, there's been rumors for years and years and years. Yeah, but now I, I just mean, want an Xbox laptop. <laughs> Xbox no. like to go with the Surface laptop. No, I want a gaming focused Surface Xbox laptop. I I think <laughs> laptops are always going to be general purpose. You know, mm -hmm. so anything time anytime you have a keyboard, you have to have a full Surface OS. But this is a a hundred percent gaming form factor. This is going to bring prices down to where they can actually build a portable Xbox really really cheap. Right. I think if we ever see that, it'll be a game, a uh, cloud one, like the new Razer one that just came out or got or the Logitech one. Yeah. I, don't yeah. Know. I mean, uh, Leia, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, was there any specific questions? Sorry, I've been neglecting the, the chat. Willis, any specific questions on, uh, uh, on the ally? No. Let's see. Uh, while you're hunting around, um, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, so the one thing that stood out to me about the ROG Ally is that it doesn't have, uh, the, the little, uh, I don't even know oh, what the they're called, pad. the squares. Yeah, yeah the yeah. trackpad. Does it have one? The trackpad. Has no, one. it doesn't have any. Oh. Yeah, so does that make a big difference for you in the games that you play day to day so far? I can see where it would make a difference if you're playing RTS games or something, but the way that you play these, is that, have you noticed that being a pro or a con or? What? Yeah, so I, I talked about this on the stream last week because, yes, yeah, somebody else had that question too. For me, no. And actually, I prefer them. I, I'm okay with them not being there. I actually kind of prefer it in some ways. Uh, and I'll say why is because I don't use the trackpads that much. Uh, it's mostly like a, a menu na navigation thing or maybe like a keyboard kind of thing. So like if a game only has trackpad support, like, I mean, I've done some of those games, but it's just, you know, 
the, those kind of games. That. Well, I mean, it is, but those kind of games just aren't, you know, like an RTS, I don't want to play on this handheld anyway. So, you know, like, yes, technically you can do it and they've made it an experience you could do, but also that doesn't mean I want to do it, if that makes sense. <laughs> if, yeah, if, if anything, I actually, the thing uh, that, that I would actually prefer it on the other handhelds, like the Ally, uh, without the trackpad, the the way they have the button layout is that like it's like buttons and stick, you know, like it, it's side by side. Where this is more like a traditional controller, right? Where you've got the the it's it stacked. So ergonomically, I actually prefer it without the trackpad. It's I I think it's more comfy to do it that way. Not that the Steam Deck is not ergonomic. They they've done a lot of thinking on that. But like I I kind of have to reach in a specific way, and it just it yeah, feels different than a normal. Normal thing, so I'm actually okay with leaving off the trackpads. And if there's something I need to do on screen, the touchscreen has been completely fine. So, what games are you playing on this? I just kind of wondering. I, I mean, I, I have my like testing suite kind of thing, but I like for handheld portable stuff, like the stuff that I like is like RTS or sorry, uh, turn based tactics games, you know. So, oh, like okay. that kind of stuff has been like amazing. I mean, I did a whole video on turn based tactics, uh, RPGs. Once again, you know, not not Twitch kind of stuff. I have done FPS. Like I've actually not started to do testing on on an FPS version of my Steam Deck videos, uh, and it's surprisingly uh, comparable. Um, uh, Metroidvania games, you know, like like so like all, all the all the kind of um, genres that I like are actually completely fine on on portable play. So oh, yeah. since since you mentioned uh, XCOM, uh, which is also one of my favorite tactic games, uh, Adam uh, Stars. Oh wait, uh, real quick, there's a there's a new one out called Shogunners. Ooh. I it's like so imagine what is it? What is that? Uh, rollerball. Do you remember that? With like the where it was like that futuristic game, and they've got the the gloves and the t- was yep. that? Yeah, I think so. What's that guy? Robert? Uh, no, who's the lead? Kane. Uh, no, anyway, <laughs> can't remember his name. Anyway, it's it's. Imagine XCOM slash Rollerball, like a post-apocalyptic game kind of thing where there's like an announcer and like everyone's fighting to the death kind of thing. <laughs> it's actually really good. Uh, I mean, it's not amazing. It's not breaking the formula, but if you like XCOM games, uh, check out Shogunner. Anyway. Sorry. All right. So I got a couple of uh, questions from the chat. Uh, so Starscream is, uh, asked, so uh, how about X- XCOM games referring to the joysticks versus uh, trackpads in you know, gameplay usage? Yeah, so I, I did a whole video on turn-based tactics games for the the Steam Deck, and yeah, some of them worked fine, some of them didn't, uh, and it came down to the controls for the most part, if if it was like well suited for controller or not. If it was well suited for a controller to begin with, mm. it works fine on the Ally. Uh, there are some games I can't remember exactly. It's been almost a year since I did that video. Um, some games like needed to have the trackpad because uh, it didn't have full controller support. Ah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's completely well suited for that. I mean, especially cause it's like, if I really want to save battery life, mm. like, you know, setting a turn-based tactics game to 30 FPS, like whatever, I don't, I don't need high frame rate for a, a tactical yeah. game like that. So like that, that for me, like that's, that's awesome. So right. I think it's a good fit. Cool. And, uh, okay. So from Haas, Sam, uh, how about, well, since you got, uh, uh, Ally. James Conn, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, um, how about the, uh, how about the usage of a portable win- as a Windows device? Like, have you used it as a Windows device? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes. Like, I, like I've installed all the usual stuff, like my password manager, you know, all the different applications to to run games on. You know, I've even checked like YouTube comments. I've watched YouTube on this thing, you know, and done it all through the touchscreen. Actually, I, I somebody was asking during our stream last week 
oh, hey, wouldn't it be easier if you just plugged in a, a, a mouse into this to, to navigate? And I actually kind of wanted to do it all on the touchscreen to see, like, could I do everything I wanted to do? Conf I've even configured uh, Afterburner with just the touchscreen. And, and sure, it took a minute to kind of fiddle around. But I mean, it, it, I mean, I, I did it. It was not like bad. Using And you switched into tablet mode. I will, I, I, the, so the dock, there's a tablet mode for the dock, right. but it's not like the whole OS is like tablet mode or anything. Mm -hmm. like right. That. But I mean, yeah. Windows 11 has a built in tablet mode. Did you try that? Oh, actually, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the same thing I'm thinking of, but like it, you can change the dock to go to like tablet mode dock, but I, I didn't know there was a, yeah, it, is it different? Is. Uh, it's, it's different. It makes it touch friendly. It makes, it makes foreground windows larger i've used it on windows 10 um but thanks to windows 11 i don't even know how to get to it anymore yeah I, I didn't even know it was there so. typically like so i that's one of the i'm my favorite form factor is convertibles so i like 360 convertibles typically if you convert it into a tablet it'll it'll automatically switch into tablet mode but i have it turned off right now so i uh, I, I, I guess i can try it out i mean once again like just running windows like normal with the touchscreen, like yeah it takes a little bit longer and it's easier to do with the mouse but it hasn't been a horrible experience. Hmm. So, okay. and once again, when I'm just gaming, I go into Steam Big Picture mode, or you know, if I'm running a Steam game and and just play like normal. Hmm. Uh, so, hey. uh, oh yeah, uh, just just uh, a few, uh, just a few more. Uh, two dollars, uh, two dollars and twenty cents Canadian dollars uh, Ooh, from Skeet Sayer. Thank you so much. Uh, I would actually love a portable PS5. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, dude! I I, I brought Vita, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I brought my Vita on the stream. I had a PSP. Like I'm a I'm a handheld pervert, uh, and I <laughs> I would take the more handhelds out there, the better. <laughs> so and, and honestly, I could see I could see it happening, right? Because Sony has got to be looking at like, wow, you know, Valve has done this, and for you know, of course, Sony did Vita for a while. I mean, I mean the and the PSP and yeah, and they you know. It, it, kinda, it was bigger in Japan than here in the States because commute is definitely more of a thing over there. So. Right. But I mean, doesn't it? Because what was so awesome about PS5 and Xbox sort of is commoditized hardware. They didn't do all the heavy lifting development. They could basically ring up AMD or frankly Intel at this point and say, we want a customized design for our handheld and they could do it now. And it's going to be a lot cheaper than doing a complete ground up design. So mm -hmm. I could see them doing it. And, and they definitely would love to give Nintendo a black eye and certainly don't want to let Valve turn into the, the juggernaut that it has on, on PC, right? So why not do it? To me, it's it'd be crazy not to do a you know an x86-based you know based, uh, handheld at this point because it, it seems like it's, the barrier to entry is fairly low for these companies. I mean, Sony got out of it because of the margins weren't there and right. it was like hacked all the hell so people weren't yeah. buying games they were just pirating games they were buying the hardware and not, then not buying the game so i mean there's there's other considerations but right. i mean yes like I, I think we are in another golden age of, of handhelds and i'm i'm happy as can be mm -hmm. for damn sure and also i mean who else is probably happier is amd right yeah. <laughs> i mean yes. like a amd is like i mean the z1 like while it's not like the huge knockout of the park i think everyone was hoping for um and there has been some testing because the gdp win two I believe it is that what it's called has a 70 oh no 7450u or uh so many numbers I don't remember but it's essentially a Z1 ish equivalent kind of thing uh and it's not the exact same like the uh who was it the fox on YouTube did some testing between an ally and a, a GDP win 2 uh and there are some like differences between it but it, it's essentially the same 
uh, RDNA three graphics and and whatnot. So um, yeah, I mean, I think you were saying out of the AMD's like investor or whatever, or not the investor, like the quarterly stuff, like desktop stuff was down, but custom was up, which I mean, it's probably console and yeah, you know, custom. yeah custom. So console, <laughs> so basically consoles, portables, you know, any other custom parts that they're doing that we don't know about. And um, desktop laptop was, um, it's one of those rides at the, at the amusement park where they drop you straight down. So it was, <laughs> it was very ugly for, for it. So, yeah, I mean, like other than NVIDIA being in the switch and also there are some handhelds that give an Intel based option if you want it, but most of the time they don't sell that many of, of the, that version. Like, yeah, this is an AMD dominated field. So I'm, I'm sure oh, they're, yeah. they're happy <laughs> with this. Well, it turns out, of course, this shows you how familiar I am with Windows 11 still, but <laughs> Windows 10 would actually switch to a tablet mode. It looks like they don't have that no more, or at least maybe I've turned it off so successfully I can't even find it on Windows 11. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, it's actually pretty touch-friendly no matter what, but the concept of this sort of you know, iPad, like the whole damn takes over the window experience is, is gone now. It looks like so. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, hold on. We have a, a, a special guest in the, in the chat. Uh, gamers Nexus, uh, was here hello. in the chat. Thank you so much. Hello. I'm going to assume it's Steve. Uh, welcome. Uh, and it, or no, maybe not, uh, give us a $50 super chat. Thank you so much. You, you don't have to do that. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Now, Thank now you we're so in much. the, we're in the pocket of big <laughs> gamers. Nexus. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 on more testing. Steve. Yeah. So yeah. Testing. yeah. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Thank you. Luckily our management is not watching this. We just steal from them. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. said, uh, Hey Adam, if you were to be on a plane for 14 hours to Taiwan, would you take the steam deck or the ally? We kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, I would, t I'm, I'm taking the steam deck. It just, it's, it's, it's a known, you know, like I've been using it for a year. I know what to expect from it. It just like, I, I just want to play games when I'm on the plane. I don't want to have to futz with too much. And right now the ally, I'm having to futz a little, little too much pre-release. Uh, also, will you sign my Computex badge? Sure. <laughs> uh, also, uh, why not? <laughs> if you really want me to, uh, I'll, I'll get you. We'll we'll swap signatures. Uh, P.S. Who's the guy next to you? A new intern? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Actually, I need welcome. to get. I need to have Steve sign something so I can give it to. I was at a memorial this weekend. This this kid who ran the IT for the memorial was like, "Hey, are you Gordon?" It's like, "Oh yeah," you know, because it's like, "Oh yeah," and I, and of course I was like. Oh yeah, did you see me in a Steve video? Because it's like you know, it's like yeah, I, 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 I. <laughs> yeah. We're 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 all, we're only uh, so we're only I'm, popular because of Steve. So I'm gonna uh, have hopefully have Steve <laughs> sign something. I'll give it to the kid because it'll be so super like jazz. Oh man, I'll, that would be cool. That's really cool. What's this other thing? Who I signed it to? Like oh, he's like, well, why did you can do I, that? Now, that, it's, you, now it's less value. Is it permanent ink you signed that in? Oh no, it's it's watercolor. He's I like, thought you might want to wash it out. I, yeah. I'm I'm imagining that moment right now when you guys exchange badge is kind of like the end of the World Cup where like your players exchange jerseys. Oh, like, do they do that? Oh, you know, yeah. Like oh. Shirts, yeah. Wait, yeah, they, wait, wait, hold on. They they exchange the jerseys they're wearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's well, they, it's sweaty it's, and nasty. Like it's I classic. I'd be like, no, I don't want that one. But. They also also do it at the end of like a series final. Like, oh, really? They, they'll yeah. they'll exchange, and then the, the biggest burn is when you try to exchange it with somebody, and they're like, uh, actually, no, because I'm trying to exchange it with somebody cooler than you. And <laughs> it's a real burn, and the, it's always caught on camera. And then somebody will talk about it, just like, like oh. oh, damn. <laughs> Could you imagine that at Computex though? But because it's like. 
Like, if you saw people's bellies, you'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Steve says uh, he's, he's happy happy to sign. Uh, so oh, bring it cool. to... We, we actually have... We, we, we have a date. Uh, we're, we're going on a date with, with Gamers Nexus. Uh, so we, we have it on the schedule. Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, one of the last things, and actually, uh, 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 if Steve's here, uh, I'll, I'll bring this up. There's a, um, a discussion... Um, on Twitter that I had, uh, Adam Epos Vox, uh, was on there and is like, Hey, you know, I, I'm seeing all these review, vi- review videos about performance and this is BS because it has a, a major design flaw and who cares about performance if it has this major design flaw. And it's actually something I have encountered. We actually did see it on stream too, uh, where, where some of the buttons, uh, specifically I've had oh. the A and the X catch, uh, like, yeah, I, I can't necessarily rep- replicate it, but I've definitely, Oh, there we go. I got it. Oh, that's so the, weird. So the X, and that's bad. That but is it, not. That is not good. But it doesn't affect the other buttons. It doesn't affect the other buttons. Uh, other review units have have shown this, and yes, this is bad. ASUS has commented and said, "Hey, we know about this, and that in the production final ones, the 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 actual circumference of the buttons are larger to account for it." I, we don't know. You right. know, like I I don't have that uh, in hand, so I I can't comment 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 on that. Um, but in uh steve had hopped in and he's like yeah this is the reason why we don't if, if if a company can't send us a working final unit we don't accept it you know so like i i feel like i'm i'm too on two minds of that which you know i i, I said in the the twitter thread but i wanted to get you guys' opinions i mean especially the, the boss of pc world mm-hmm. uh <laughs> what, what what is your take on review units that like you know have, have a flaw like that and the company says oh hey don't worry the the final shipping ones, you know, will will get fixed. I mean, obviously, if this is still a problem on final shipping units, that's a problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but what about like getting a review unit in, knowing of anything that we do, knowing that it has some sort of flaw in it? Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Definitely mention it, disclose it in full. You know, explain exactly what happened. Hmm. Just quote whatever Asus said to you. In the review say hey they say it's going to be fixed they say they're aware of it all this all that and then hopefully you have the chance to go back and double check with actual review units yeah actually I, retail I, units retail units yeah, yeah I, I was actually uh going to pre-order a version from uh best buy i haven't done it yet i don't even know if the pre-orders are still open uh but yeah i, I do actually want to pre-order one from best buy and, and see what the best buy experience is like i do wonder actually if if the best buy you can walk into best buy and get one on a shelf uh, or if it's always just huh. going to be back ordered or something, and it's only online. Is it even actually stocked in stock? I mean, that's. I mean, it hasn't come out yet, so. Okay. It's it's only in pre order right now. Do they stock the Steam Deck? Or no? No, they don't. No. I mean, I that... don't understand why they did the reviews so early. <laughs> yeah, because it's the twelfth. I think is the ship date. Yeah, like yeah. the middle of next month. I, I mean, I, I... they want to get ahead of Computex. Yeah, because there's, there's all kinds of news. Yeah, I, don't, I I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, especially if. Because also, like, I mean, I got my review unit in two days before embargo. You know, uh, there a were a day other, and a half. Yeah, yeah, a day and a half. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there were other reviewers that you know on on their review video said they had it for a week. So you know, I think units were were coming in pretty hot. And I mean, the the there's definitely software things in the interface that feel like uh you know they they need a little more time, of course, for sure. So you know, like it's one of those things that at least like. Yeah, once again, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to make note of this stuff, and hopefully they improve it. I mean, we should never, I mean, we always say, like, never buy based off of future promises, right? If it works now, get it now how you like it, but at least know that that is something 
Uh, so I say never say never, I but, know, but no, I, I, I'm with Brad too. Cause it, I traditionally, and of course coming from print background, you are so far ahead of any launch schedule sometimes just to be able to do it. You have to look at pre-release hardware, but you always, always, always say like, Oh, it's got this problem. It's got this problem. Oh man. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Print like, yeah. Your like, months, your months, you're literally a month or two ahead sometimes of a launch and but you, I'm so glad those are done. Yeah, well, I know, I know. It's a spe- it was a special time, but it's yeah, it's 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 gone gone the way of the dodo bird. Um, I think uh, you have to call it out, and it's just kind of that uneasy thing. And you sure as hell hope the company doesn't launch with these errors. And you know, generally they do because of like clearly, like that button getting stuck. That's a deal breaker because somebody's going to return oh, yeah. that. You're just going to eat it in our maze. Well, I mean, you you literally can't play that. Like, yeah, yeah, so you, you know, <laughs> like generally, I, I, yeah, I've, I've gotten it at least daily. Yeah. And it's generally a self-correcting problem, except sometimes it isn't because generally, because they know they're going to eat it on the return. But I can tell you growing up with decades of consumer-based gaming hardware, sometimes it's like, yeah, you can fix that by buying another one. And you're just like, that was just the way it was. I'm talking 30 years ago, you get your little Clico or whatever Mattel thing. And it was like, the thing was like screwed. And it was like, well, tough. Cause there was just no way it just was different. So I, I think it is, it is rough. So I don't know. I don't know what the easy answer is. Cause honestly, both ways can be correct. Although the wrong way is to not mention it. Right. Cause that, oh, that, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's clearly not right. Yeah. No. And I mean, and that's the thing, like there's definitely, I feel like the, the handheld people that I follow on YouTube, uh, like they're they're having a field day they're just like releasing multiple videos like yeah a lot of them have like a definitive review but like you know they're posting like one every couple days being like okay this is you know this is power performance under 15 watts here is it versus the steam deck here you know like you know we're we're getting so much coverage out here uh, you know and hopefully it gets mentioned somewhere so I, i totally understand where adam is coming from uh epos fox adam of like, hey, you know, why isn't this being so, like? Why are you even looking at performance if it has this fatal flaw? Uh, you know, but it, it's also part of the story as well. So, like, I think if if hopefully, well, and I also do think, I mean, I guess it's going to Best Buy, so I don't know. But like, I feel like somebody getting this level versus this level is looking for something to kind of tinker. It's kind of like Arc. We talked about this last yeah. time. Like, it, the people who are buying Arc are people who are okay tinkering a little bit. If if you're if you want the ally, you probably should be okay tinkering a little bit because it's it's definitely not as easy to use as as the the Steam Deck, which can be tinkered for damn sure. <laughs> but like for the ally, like to get it to where I wanted it to be mine, it definitely took some time. Where the Steam Deck, I mean, you just load in; it is what it is. All so the game console there. experience, frankly, console Cl- handheld closer console. to console, closer to handheld console experience, Windows gaming. Yeah. experience yeah, yeah and that's you know because i mean there's cool things although again that was the same problem having the uh, ability to add an eGPU to me is is really awesome and it, re- it really bugs it me works. that i haven't i haven't gotten it to work <laughs> i mean like that sucks i don't call that a fatal flaw yet because also yeah, number one it's, it's super expensive number two yeah it's early hardware you know so hopefully I, i'm trying to to chat with with uh um asus about uh you know getting the getting that working uh but yeah that's something i like i i haven't fully been able to test because i do think that is a cool thing it's like a switch that actually has access to more power right right you you handheld on the go like i i think now that i've settled into a little bit more of a a flow with it which i i have 
uh, like, okay, I'm going to game handhelds at like around 15 watts uh, is kind of the, the sweet spot, unless I, I want to be jacked in and I, I really want performance for something specific. But most of the time, handheld, I don't care that much. But if I want to, oh, I have my ally plugged into the TV or my monitor or something uh, with, with the eGPU and just have access to it. <laughs> right a, a different tier performance and, and yes these are mobile variants so like you know i mean an art art because they have an rtx 3080 a 6850m and a 4090 and they're all laptop versions right you know so like you're definitely not getting full fat you know a desktop versions out of it but uh like you're definitely getting more than what's inside i mean i love eGPUs, so i i you know it it does bum me out that it has uh, I'm, we talked about this last time. Sorry, <laughs> it, it, it's proprietary. You can't use a traditional Thunderbolt eGPU, uh, which is a bummer. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, because so. it, it does it does leverage what's out there. Although I would, and like- also the the prices of the XG mobiles have have went down. The RTX thirty eighty version, which is two year old years old now, they call it the twenty XG mobile twenty twenty no twenty twenty one. That one came out at fifteen hundred and just recently got a price cut to eleven hundred. The 6850M was f- ooh, 1500 I think, when it came out as well, and just got a price cut to 800 I believe. Yeah, uh, I, I would like to see... I mean, the thing is, it kind of made sense when it was introduced as an add-on semi-portable GPU for your ultra-portable laptop or tablet. With this, I kind of like... I would like the idea of... Because they have, they're have they fully committed to this interface now. <clears throat> I would love to see them introduce a... A uh, a cabinet that takes standard GPUs, but has their interface. Yeah. So then you could just run a which know, would be cool. Size. Yeah, it would be cool, and you know that'd be a shout out to the people. Which who, ASUS has had eGPU cabinets. They have, yeah, yeah but yeah. they don't have so, their interface. Not, not so it interface. would be nice to see that. I'm, it it would take more work to do that, but yeah. you know it'd be nice. Anyway, uh, long story short, like I I, I like I love in some ways I love it, in some ways I don't love it so much. You know, like it's 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 fun. It's an in-between kind of thing to mess around with. I think this this does replace the other uh, Windows handheld device that I used to use the 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 AOK Zoe A1. Um, like that, this will replace that for me. But it definitely does not just like completely replace the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck's still going to have reasons to be in my uh, in my hands. So I uh, I want to. It's going to take a month or two, and lawyers would probably never let us do it. But I want to see. Breath of Zelda or Zelda freaking Tears of the Kingdom running an emulation on that thing in a couple Ooh. of months. <laughs> oh, well. Why don't you just buy a Switch, though? Or whatever the hell. Oh, oh but no. That's a Switch on steroids. Yeah. So he's saying this because others actually have already done it and it runs great. I'm not no. going to comment if okay. I tried it or not, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even. A switch emulation on the Steam Deck is is not bad either. That's going to be a whole nother yeah. set of drama. That's whole nother, yeah, whole <laughs> nother thing. I was going to ask another question, but I won't because it'll extend the handheld gaming. Thing. No, please. I mean, if, yeah. uh, my prediction. If it's a good question, uh, my prediction. Oh, I'll I'll make it a prediction. That way, there's no answer. Oh, okay. There you go. I predict <laughs> next next version of Switch will be based on commodity hardware. Well, semi commodity custom hardware from either Intel or AMD. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> Nvidia. Eh, sorry. I agree with that. Well, the next version. Oh, well, they're too the version far after in, that. Yeah, they're maybe. too far into the development cycle, but yeah. they're going to be looking at it like, damn, because those prices, 
you got Sony. By then, you'll have Sony in there. You're going to have Microsoft Xbox in there. You're going to have five other vendors making their version of the of the Ally and you know the second it's just it's going to be it's going to be really nice because it's a real good category to have yeah so i mean i could definitely see intel looking at this and being like dang why aren't we in this oh i'm sure yeah, right? yeah. because <laughs> we got fabs we got graphics yeah we still got graphics we got cpu we'll we'll do this right and yeah. they want to be there and they tried to be there some, several years ago there just wasn't there wasn't in the cards so. yeah so uh that was that was a uh, one talk about uh asus Asus, Pegasus, Pegasus, Asus, dang it. ROG. No, yeah, not, not Raj. ROG. Raj Ally. <laughs> See, Raj, uh, hey, Raj, yeah. what's up? So from, from one Asus topic to another, uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, but uh, there has been more more stuff to that's kind of transpired in, in the, the past week around their motherboards and PR and things like that. Gordon, uh, give us a quick quick uh, recap of what happened so far. Quick recap. Um, I will catch up. The, probably the we could start with uh, Gamers Nexus. By the way, uh, go over to Gamers Nexus YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Uh, buy merch to support uh, that kind of cool uh, testing they're doing. Yes. Uh, Steve uh, and crew took a direct shout out at ASUS. Uh, I I I. It's a little hot. It's coming in hot, but the title is Scumbag Asus colon overvolting CPUs and screwing the customer. It was uh, very much a very hot video saying taking issues with um, uh, Asus's BIOSes. Basically, uh, multiple issues. One is on all of the BIOS updates that were beta that corrected the issues with uh, uh, putting too much voltage into the SOCs. They basically said these are, you know, beta BIOSes and they're not warranted. Um, so he had big problems with that because you basically have to run that the BIOS in order to make your supposedly PC safer. So how the, and then you're basically, according to their own language, violating your your warranty. And then also the other issue is even with the updated BIOS, according to his testing, they are still overvolting the CPU beyond what AMD's recommendations are, so you can catch up to that. I will also point out LTT talked about it, and uh, Linus and Luke had a point like, actually, that is a, it is a valid point that they, they call it, a, a they say it violates your warranty, but they do say this is, they've always had this. In fairness, Asus has always had this verbiage on their beta biases. And, and not the, just that. Asus, probably, right? Would most uh, manufacturers have on their, probably, their warranty? You know, I mean, it might be for support, it might be you know, basically, lawyer. You know, it's just boilerplate stuff. Lawyers made to put in. But which, I mean, which side note? Uh, DeBauer had a video about. Uh, I think the title was like AMD and Intel want want you to lie to them, talking about the warranties of overclocking. And yeah, and that was about the whole XMP Expo thing. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, they do kind of like they 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 you know don't ask. You know, we won't ask if you don't tell, basically, and and that's the way it is. Uh, the other video I also want to point out that kind of catches it up a little bit on this is a video from uh, Hardware Busters. You know him, of course, as Eris for uh, uh, Cybernetics power testing. Uh, basically, in his testing of a gigabyte motherboard, he found that it was continuing to also put in more voltage to the SOC, even with the updated BIOS. So basically saying, hey, this is happening elsewhere as well. And then also the last bit of new information, uh, Asus did put out a uh, an update dated... Uh, May 15th, 2023, quote, we want to address the concerns that have been raised by our users about whether recent BIOS updates 
will impact the warranty of Asus AM5 motherboards, period. We would like to reassure our customers that both beta and fully validated BIOS updates for Asus AM5 motherboards are covered by the original manufacturer's warranty. We would also like to confirm the following points. One, the Asus AM5 motherboard warranty also covers all, AM5, all AMD Expo, comma, Intel XMP and DOCHP, DOCP memory configurations. Two, all recent BIOS updates follow the latest AMD voltage guidelines for AMD Ryzen 7000 series processors. Furthermore, we would like to reiterate that our commitment to supporting the AMD AM5 platform and our customers. For any further inquiries about uh, your ASUS AM5 motherboard, please contact our customer service for support. Thank you for choosing ASUS. And they basically also have a long list of um, motherboards that have the updated BIOSes with the 2007, mm, whatever. I, I can't remember I... that. I take, I'm glad that they did that. Uh, it's a little bit too little too late. This kind of blew up all over the place over the last couple of weeks. But uh, I firmly disagree with the way that they're framing this. They're not reassuring anybody of anything. They're trying to make it sound like this is just how it works. This is, you know, of course we're going to do the beta BIOS. Of course you can use Expo and stuff. The issue is specifically that they had the language in there that says, we do not support this. And it was the same deal Steve showed in his testing with Expo and stuff and some of these updated beta BIOSes. It would say, if you're doing XMP, if you're doing, you know, all that stuff, Expo, uh, it, it could void your warranty. So the way ASUS is framing this is trying to make it sound like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong here. But when, in fact, they did get a lot of the details wrong here, and they're very important details, and there's a reason they have to make the statement. Yeah, because it, it, it runs exactly counter because you, you actually have the page literally saying violates your warranty and then you can't really come back and say we want to reassure you that it covers your warranty because <laughs> I mean, like that that's counter to what the original statement is. But again, that boilerplate language has been there for a long time and it's clear it's lawyers that kind of got in there and made them put that in there. Um, those lawyers are wrong <laughs> yeah I mean that yeah I mean would they have done this if if this didn't blow up right if this didn't turn yeah. into this whole issue right now they probably would have just left it on there because I mean honestly why I mean and also it's again it, I mean I don't know how many people have ever had their 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 warranties to decline for you know violating that by running a beta bios but I don't think it just kind of it's just kind of well, one of those little ticky tack things that I think like when you the last thing like when you park your car and you read that little ticket it says if somebody comes in breaks in your car and takes a dump in your car we're not <laughs> responsible right it's not true everybody every lawyer every friend is like that is not true they are still responsible you paid to park in that parking lot you can still hold them responsible for that but they try to put that in there because they want you to like just go home and and have your insurance company take care of it so <laughs> I mean well. Legit question, and I, I put this out to the uh, to the chat as well. H has anybody actually experienced uh, having either a CPU or, or a motherboard denied RMA because they ran any of that stuff? I I, I am like seriously curious. Um, well, we know no. Well, we know well, like no. I, I bet I'm, there might be people. That's why I'm I'm giving people the option. I th I think it's more like it's hard, man. Having worked with lawyers, especially here at this company, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. there, there's definitely things where you're just like, "Do I really? What? What? That doesn't? Yeah. What? 
And they're like, oh, no, we need that. What? I mean, okay, I guess. Is it enforceable? No, we need that. You know, it's just like, so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's stupid to have something in there, especially if you're not going to be able to enforce it. Uh, you know, but like I can understand why lawyers are like, no, we should have that in there. Yeah, because lawyers are right. they're there to, to to keep your ass from being exposed. And I mean, it was the opposite in this in this case. If that is the reason that that boilerplate language, which is probably unenforceable in the U.S., I'm pretty sure that if you buy hardware and you install software from the manufacturer, something goes wrong. Like they got to re replace it. Uh, if the lawyers ask them to put them in there, like that's wrong. That shouldn't be there. And it's not so much like it's like, eh, it's lawyer stuff. No, like if the lawyers are doing that and that's not cool, it really reared his head and doubled back and bit him in the butt here. Yeah. Because yeah. like all of this is Asus's own making. Like they made the BIOSes that were having issues putting too much voltage into those motherboards. They're the ones who then with the only BIOSes that could potentially attempt to start to fix the problem uh put that disclaimer on there considering how big news this already was someone there should have said hey man we can't say the only fix for this is something that'll void your warranty that's just insane <laughs> yeah i i like honestly it felt like what they should have done is because it was the classic it looks so Again, you know, uh, Linus and Luke, they they looked at a, an archive of the site. It, it had the same Voyager warranty stuff in it from a year ago. So if that was already in an existing place, I'm sure like, hey, here's the new beta BIOS that fixes this problem, right? Upload it. Okay, I'll upload it and we will use the same thing. Like for all beta BIOSes, there's no warranty. <laughs> and of course, it's like now it's like, did you intend to put that in there to say no warranty? Well, that's what we put on all of them, right? Because that's because that's what they again they run on all of them, and they're kind of screwed. Because I mean, the way to sort of to head that off is like, oh, somebody should have said, oh, we can't put that on there because it looks like we're telling people you you have to run this fix to fix it, and by the way, you have no warranty. They should have removed that from this this beta BIOS is what they should have done. Oh, oh. But they also but also I want to point out that I think Steve pointed out is they went in they sort of like rejiggered they removed a lot of beta biases that i mean they don't want people to run clearly and they also then also uh, updated their table of compatible you know so and it just looks and then of course they removed all the verbiage now so again if you go i looked uh, last night and they don't say it violates your your warranty anymore so that's all gone but that's kind of one of those things where like it looks like it's worse because now you're you're like oh you were trying to do something wrong right so and yeah and uh, i i, I want to say i'm i'm not downplaying i just feel like i can i can relate because there has like back when we i'll, I'll use an example that's not gonna get me in trouble <laughs> uh back back when we used to do giveaways i'm i worked with our legal team for literally over a year and be like come on we gotta do giveaways like it'd be so easy and then uh, like i just worked them with them forever to figure out like you know a template for giveaways and i was like come on like this is anyway and then we finally came up with a template and, the, you know, it's like, okay, it was easy to kind of plug and play stuff. And I was like, okay, thank you for the template. I'm going to go use this. And they're like, they're like, oh, oh, but this is only for this giveaway. If you have another giveaway, we need to look it over again. And I'm like, wait, all I'm going to do is replace the object and how much it's worth in this template. And they're like, yeah, we still need to look at it. And I'm just like, oh my, like, really? Like, you know what I mean? So it was just like, 
I'm once again not downplaying, but like I can understand where it was just like, oh, it's this template, or we had you know the lawyers look at it real quick because we need to put it up. Like it, it's it's never that easy, unfortunately, uh, and that sucks. And that's that sucks for us. It sucks for you know consumers. Like it, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so it, it's an annoying, annoying kind of thing. And the other thing I also want to point out again, looking at this statement ASUS has posted. This actually says to me there's something else. And it says, because we know that, I think the latest Steve video said that the 1007 Agisa that's in that BIOS is still above, in, in his testing, above voltages. So, Asus, even, so even this fix isn't... ASUS says, all recent BIOS updates follow the latest AMD voltage guidelines for AMD Ryzen 7000 series processors. Wait, meaning the AMD guidelines... Or so they're basically saying, look, you can say whatever you want about this BIOS, but this is what we're supposed to do. Which Steve did, what was it on Twitter? Or maybe he said it in the video too, like that Asus tried to throw AMD under the bus. I, I, I saw it on, on him say that on, on Twitter. So I, I just, maybe, maybe that's them trying to be like, oh no, go talk to AMD. Well, the other thing too is... is it, but it's still there. I mean, it's still their motherboard. Well, who, yeah, it's still their motherboard. They're they're the ones that are going to eat the RMA on it. Um, but again, you know, if if the BIOS is still you know technically above the voltage that is being measured, and and again, look at this again. I want to point out Hardware Busters International, uh, ARS's channel. Also, go like and subscribe. Great content on power supplies and all this stuff. But he shows basically a gigabyte board running above the voltage too. I believe mm -hmm. so. Um, well, did, yeah, didn't Steve also get in a gigabyte board? I don't. Think yeah, he, yeah, I think he, they're one of the one of the other boards that went bad. Yeah, is, yeah. is the uh, also ha have we heard anything official from AMD on any of this? Uh, they have issued. Yeah, I don't know what the latest. I, God, I should look it up too. Gosh, I didn't ask for it, so I should. Not have. really, though. Not really. Not much. They're basically <laughs> kind of you know we're we they've re made recommendations for people to limit voltage to one point three volts on hmm. SLC voltage. I mean, so. do you? I mean, Computex is coming up. Do you think they'll they'll talk about it? Comp probably. Well, nice. I, I guess they're not doing a if keynote. If, or anything. Yeah, well, they may not be well, actually, doing Actually, you anything. probably don't want to get on a keynote and be like, hey, we messed up. Yeah, no, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. You do it. No, that's. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely don't do it there. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, here's this new thing. Also, sorry, we messed up. Uh, but hey, I mean, it'd be nice to get out in front of people. Yeah. I, I Well, yeah, th that's the thing. I, I guess I'm curious, like, where. I mean, we talked about this a little bit last time, too. So we're kind of treading water here but like is this is this ultimately an amd thing is it an asus thing i mean it sounds like gigabyte you know as, as other board, motherboard manufacturers could potentially have this thing too like where where's the fix how do we fix this does it need to get fixed how many people are actually running? yeah i mean that's the other thing know. too is it's still we do have to remember there's not like a lot of parts that are actually been reported as bad i mean there's definitely been a few a handful at, and there's so a lot far. of people i mean i think the bigger thing a lot of people are worried about is degradation right sure my mine didn't blow up but did it run hot enough to to have it not you know like like uh, not live short one lifespan. year longer well and the, and the other thing too is look, which i mean we don't want to know like, we how, don't know how do, how do you how do you figure that how do you quantify that i, I don't, don't know. know because it really and then you're to the really sticky sticky part where you already have lawyers sniffing around this. And I don't mean internal lawyers at ASUS, AMD, Gigabyte, MSI, and all those. I got to hop in here. I got to go. Oh, you got to go. Oh, nice. yeah. I was hanging yeah, out Brad, with you, you guys, gotta go. I got to go. Brad's got yeah, a heart sorry. out. So. Sorry. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys thanks, later. Brad. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad.
So I, I do want to mention that there are class action lawyers. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> we're going to see. That's, that's what Brad. Uh, uh, yeah. That's no, no. <laughs> that's uh, for everyone uh, who's watching audio. Uh, Brad left, and and now we're seeing in Zoom wow, what that's... Brad sees. Uh, <laughs> is our we? Oh, little yeah, a little delay. The and then the delay bad. is going to be even more we'll delay. Uh, go to pcworld.com. <laughs> anyway. But I want to point out that there are lawyers circling, right? They're sniffing around. Yep. They're asking for people that are affected. You get a lawyer involved anytime. Like, everything is fine. Everything's fun and games until lawyers show up. <laughs> yeah. And then it is as serious as a heart attack at every single company. These companies cannot say jack squat because of the liability here. And I'm talking AMD to Asus to every single board maker, right? Oops, sorry. That was the that was the timing for Brad to get out. So. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to make noise. I got the thing vibrant on sound of vibrate. So, but you, when you're worried about getting sued in a class action lawsuit, and you know, class action lawsuits often are terrible for companies because they. They basically hand over the money whether they're wrong or right. Sometimes they're wrong, they lose. And if they're right, they still lose because it's easier to pay the lawsuit. And I don't want to bag on class action lawsuit lawyers because there's definitely some I have known and work with that do excellent work. But the vast majority of, you know, as we know, class action lawsuits like, oh, by the way, for your $600 CPU, here's here's $12, right? By the time, <laughs> yeah. by the time lawyers feeds have eaten hey, everything you, up. you won. Here's $12. You, so, yeah, no, it can be, it can be. I, I just think I know everybody's kind of driven crazy because you you like you want to know everything you want to know what's up but you got lawyers anytime anybody you've ever every time you've ever dealt with a corporate lawyer and they are like you need to shut the f up because you are not going to expose us to whatever this you know it turns into a you know a real really serious lawsuit right so that's that's something that people really need to consider as. As this rolls out, yeah, which which brings me to another thing that that kind of happened. Uh, sorry, we're we're kind of all over the place, but uh, Steve did reach out to Asus to to talk about this. Off, offered to uh, you know to to have a chat, but with the the signifier that they wanted to do it on video. Uh, ac according to to Steve, then they what, they ghosted him, or they they said no, or what, what was it? I think it um, was. I think his what he had or, said, or or they reached out to him in a, yeah to to say hey can we talk about this he was like okay let's talk about this but we can only let's do it on video and then Asus was like essentially no yeah so like I I have a couple questions out of it number one I mean could this be a lawyer thing uh, I I don't know who from Asus had, had reached out to to them <laughs> you know maybe it was a lawyer to be like hey we should talk about this and they're like no we're lawyers we can't do this on <laughs> on camera uh, or but and then here's the other thing who like i i actually can see it both ways like i can understand why asus like maybe would want to have a chat with steve sure to get to the truth of things without having it be on camera yeah and i can see steve wanting to have it on camera for sure so i yeah so well i guess the, the there's the first part about the lawyer stuff do you think that's the reason maybe why asus didn't want to talk on camera and number two should have asus talked on, on camera uh about this or do you, yeah, where, where, where do you, where do you draw that line as a journalist between, hey, having a, a, a conversation off the record or on background or, and maybe even describe the differences between those yeah so uh, versus doing it live, it, which, cause I, I think to the normal person, like that was like, oh, well, Asus doesn't want to talk on camera. They must be doing something shady. Right. Yeah. And 
I don't really know what their offer was or who wanted to talk. But again, you know, the fact that there already is somebody, a class action, out, you know, lawyers or, or hey, please, if you got a problem with your, you know, motherboard CPU, contact us. Blood's in the water. <laughs> Blood's in the water. I don't know whether whether that played into it or not. Um, it could be, you know, so classically, uh, when people want to talk to you on background, and I'll explain that in a minute what the difference is, they may want to say like, look, we, there's two ways they, the reason we want to talk to you. One is, look, we want to talk to you because there's things we, we can't really say and we want to sort of set publicly. the record publicly. So that they, they may want to, and, and this is the weird thing. So look, first I'm going to define. Yeah, so you should define it first. Most people, when you watch movies or TV shows, they use the terminology incorrect. So off the record, which everybody says means off the record. Oh, hey, I, 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 got this, I, I got this politician. They're telling me something off the record. I'm going to go write this up. Yeah, it doesn't mean the same thing. So when somebody says off the record, that means you never discuss it again. So Adam Patrick Murray, by the way, I am, I'm from, I'm from, uh, I'm from like Betelgeuse, right? And I'm telling you this and you can never talk about it. And I'm the president. I've taken over your country, but I'm from Mars or something. So you, you, you basically, when you agree as a journalist, as a reporter to be off the record. Wait, sorry. In this scenario, I'm the journalist. You say you are. And I say this, you're not supposed to ever talk about it. And that's why I've always taken it. But it's like, I wait, but in the movies, then they would take that information and then make something and then be like, Oh, one of my sources. Said. Right. So the president's from Betelgeuse. Right. So I, the, the, they, what they really mean is the term background. So when I like, Hey, let's have a background talk uh, about this. By the way, uh, this water that you're drinking from the tap is been contaminated with radioactive material. I have proof. Let's I got to get this out to the public. I, obviously, you can't say you can't got it from me because you know I don't want to get fired. I got I got mortgage and all that stuff. But I want you to I want you to tell the public this. That's classically how people will think what off the record is, but they really mean background. And then there's another layer that's called deep background where you don't you don't say name. You don't use quotes. And basically, that's basically a different level of like. You know, a source is you got the that, information, and you can you can disclose the 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 information, but you can't disclose where, how, or right those details. So, like, the problem with being off the record, um, which is you can't talk about I it. You never talk you about heard. it. So now, the, the again, this is the way it was taught to me in school: is you really never want to go there because if you come and tell me, by the way, uh, we know who shot JFK, right? Breaking, so here's who it news. is. Oh. Here's his address, the wow, phone number, this? and here's his uh, here's his YouTube page or whatever, right? But but you're off the record. But I'm off telling the record, you this off the record. So not only are you not supposed to ever talk about it. So some people it's like, well, can I now approach somebody else and get to that information? Technically, no, because the way we were always taught was like, no, you can never talk about it. So they basically because means technically, even though you know, you should act like you never know. So right. it's actually because what you want to get two sources at least. So you can't even say that that's your first source because technically you don't even know it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's all those other gradations. Like so maybe you mean, you know, you know, we can confirm, but I'm, there's all these ridiculous journalism rules yeah. and that nobody follows because nobody even knows what the hell they mean anymore. Which, which I, I can say, I mean, I, I've sat in on meetings with Gordon and you will specifically state up front, hey, are you talking on background? Right. Because you know, like, sometimes like, they really mean 
when they see off the record, they mean on background. And this is where we get to the Steve conversation because I don't know if they meant they just wanted to, because it, it works two ways. One, I tell you there's radioactive water that the public is drinking and the public needs to know that. Or two, I'm trying to spin you. So like, hey, by the way, did you know that Coca-Cola has feces in it? Really? Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about your. I know. Mean, actually, I shouldn't even use that brand. I say whatever. <laughs> oh, the lawyers are coming yeah. now. But I'm just saying. HR's like, calling me right now. <laughs> but so you you can see where you might try to use something to misdirect, right? So somebody. So it's possible you take a meeting like that and they try to like, oh, by the way, it's something more inflammatory to to get you onto something else and to forget about their problems. And and I have known reporters that will. <laughs> No, there's no such thing. I'm not where well, I'm not going to talk. And exactly what Steve did was I ain't going to talk unless it's on like either recorded on or the record on the record. Yeah. And there are times when you do that. And again, I don't think Steve was wrong to do that. There are times when it can be useful to like, maybe there's more information to be known that I want to know that they just can't. Which actually, I mean, to put that in context, at least how I see it and correct me if I'm wrong. But so if if Steve would have agreed to go off the record, which yeah. means he, he can't disclose what, what was part of that conversation, and Asus tells him something like, oh, hey, here's why this isn't working, then Steve can't talk about it. He can't get it out to the public. So yeah, he doesn't want to go off off the record. Right. Because then like he, he wants the information to get out, right? But also a Asus might have information that, that they want to know. Or, or I mean, the other thing, here's the other thing. I mean, we're talking deeply about this because I think it's interesting to know. Like, I love learning about the journalism practices from you. I never went to journalism school. So it's kind of interesting to, to hear about that stuff. Uh, but two, I mean, and of course, we don't know the situation here. So may, maybe Asus wanted to just talk on background right, and still have that, that information out. But it, it, it sounds like it doesn't matter because Steve... He wanted to have everything public. Yeah. And, 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 but I mean, and there could be legit reasons that Asus doesn't want to have stuff public, right? Yeah. And that's where you really run into this. I don't know what the right answer is. You, there's definitely, you make a choice and that's, that's what it is. Right. So I, it's, it is what it is. And I, I think, yeah, from Steve's point of view, yeah, let's, we need to, you need to go on the record on this. And I think it's fair because obviously he's hot over the, I mean, you know, there's kind of like, that just things kind of stacking up to so have this new BIOS coming out and then saying your warranty will be, you know, there's just kind of, I mean, it just kind of suck. Right. But I, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell would have been said. I don't know what it is. Well, you know, here's a good question from, uh, all the crat. Uh, why have an interview that you can't talk about? Uh, uh, yeah. So why, why would a company maybe explain to them, why would a company want to have an interview that wasn't on the record and have it, have it on background on background. Well, once again, explain. Yeah. Well, because maybe it could be like, look, we don't want to come out and say you did it wrong, but you did it wrong. Right. Or maybe this or that, or here's more information, but we don't want to like, we don't want, cause you don't want to like, again, like I honestly, for Asus, they can't come out and say everybody's wrong. Right. It's like, right, hey, Steve, you did this testing wrong. Because they, they know that what that would immediately look like. Look like. I know what they would, they would, would look assume. like. Yeah. And but at the same time, but maybe it's like, hey, let's just have a background. And I so recently I just had a background briefing. Here's information. Here's how we're going to be defining things in the future. OK, that's just information that I know. But it wasn't like we want to come out and actually have information that's, you know, this is the official. Right. You know, we, we've come down with the tablets and here's what it is. Sometimes I just want to tell you information on background. So 
So, so not with the name attached to us. We're not trying to make news, but we want you to know, by the way, people, um, underselling does not mean we are withholding product in order to maintain prices. We're underselling means this, right? And that could be, that could be useful. Like, Hey, you know, most tech press don't deal with financial terms. Here's what underselling is just, here's a background briefing, but we don't want to have like, you don't want to have an executive come out and here's what underselling means. Maybe we just want to make, make sure that you understand what this means. Right. And it could be as simple as that. And it, and again, you know, again, part of the reasons why sometimes you don't want to do it and why Steve may want to do it is because it can be used for misdirection too, right? It can be used to get, get somebody off the trail, but you know, I don't know. We don't know. Cause who knows? It, it didn't happen. Right. So, yeah. but there are times when it can be valid, right? I have plenty of off the record or I have plenty of background discussions. And then you have that gray area where you're just at the bar, right? You go to an event, you're just talking to the bar. Somebody tells you something juicy. What the hell is that? Right. They're not telling you because they want to, they are, they're telling you because obviously everybody in this industry loves to talk and they want to tell you <laughs> something. Maybe it bubbles up later. You know, I, honestly, I, I generally consider that to be deep background, but obviously, you know, somebody telling you this at a bar after having too many beers, you need to, you need to verify it. Right. So here, here's an interesting example. Um, I haven't watched this video, so I, I don't know what they're referencing, but a friend of the show, Matt, uh, said, here's an example. NVIDIA spoke to Jared, I, I believe it's a uh, Jared's tech maybe. Or no, 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 maybe it's uh, Jared, Jared, Walton. Jared Walton. Yeah. yeah, yeah yep. That's uh, makes probably makes more sense about one of his power scaling videos. They gave him extra info that helped him now and in the future. It wasn't recorded and didn't need to be. Oh, Jared Tech. No, no, no. It was Jared Tech. Oh, Jared Tech. Yeah. So mobile stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Laptop stuff. So, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I, it's like, I, I feel like a lot of people are quick to be like, oh, well, you know, Asus is in the wrong, but we don't know. We don't like it. Could, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, it, I mean, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. No yeah. Matter you, what. you would want Asus to be like, hey, you know what? Let's come out here. Let's just lay everything out on the table and just say it publicly. But I, I could at least understand that there might be situations where they don't want to. So, yeah. And, and again, that's up to everybody to make that decision because, you know, sometimes having background talks, discussions get you closer to the truth. And sometimes it's just sometimes it's been you, right? Because nobody wants to eat the nobody wants to eat the bad news. So we don't we don't know. So you make that choice based on which companies do spin. Yeah, for sure. Because it's there's there's real money to to at risk, right? So there's people getting yelled at and all kinds of things. So and I do think, unfortunately, in the situation, I'm going to read you because people won't respect it if I say it. But I, I they will respect it if I if I read it from. Uh, Dr. Ian Cutris. Oh, Dr. Ian oh. Cutris. No, I don't think he's in. I haven't seen him in the no, chat. Have not, you seen him? I haven't no. seen him. He wasn't, but I, I, I copy this, this down. Oh no, I didn't. I have it in a window here that I then lost. Great. Uh, are you talking about that Twitter conversation I talked about? Yeah. I. What the hell? Okay. I, I got it. I had no idea that he had two things. He's like, he's like KD. He's got like his burner account. I thought everything's <laughs> under <laughs> KD, meaning Kevin Durant. Yeah. No, it's just at know. Ian Cutris. Let me just. We're, we're finding Ian live on uh, Twitter. That's always fun. Yeah. So he, he's not in the chat, but I want to point out what he said. And I do think that's, look, I, I'm not criticizing Steve. I'm not criticizing his user I, or anything. I just want to say that, and this is from Dr. Ian Cutters, a reminder, Colin, if a company exists long enough, they're going to have a really bad product, an awful customer service screw up, a disastrous press relations engagement, an eye shattering product recall 
in times when they have to fire people publicly for incompetence. Which, so. which he's saying when you get a company so large, no matter what company it is, there's going to be a problem that happens, right? Right. And then there was a response from Dan Ernest said, true measure of a company is how they respond to it. Uh, and Ian responds, agreed. But people are often too quick to judge before a company can analyze and respond. Or they assume the company is a homogenous mass when really it is a multi-layered hierarchy. Hierarchy. hierarchy subject God. See, that's another word. We're going to eliminate that from the dictionary too. Subject to cultural norms, especially in Taiwan. So basically, I really took that as like, look, all companies have screw-ups. The problem now is, is not the reporting of it, which is totally correct. Steve calling them out on their warranty. Because I mean, it's like, install this, this, this BIOS to fix your problem. That's stupid. That violates your warranty. was just like, why didn't somebody just remove that line from that one beta BIOS? That would have, that is, that is totally fair to, to call them out on. Um, even though, honestly, I don't think they would have violated any warranties, but that was just somebody was like, oh, geez. Somebody put, anyway, the problem is now people want to go on Reddit and Twitter and whatever favorite form, and they just want to get, everything is turned into sports NBA Twitter where they just want to say shitty things about a company because they want to say shitty things about a company. And I think people need to just step back and relax. You know, again, we had Steve on here last week, and he's like, look, it's really, really hard to replicate this problem. Right. So it's not it's not probably as, you know, you know, heart attack series as some people are making it. But now sort of like people are kind of running. It's just turned to the meme. And well, we, memes yeah. are just bad. Well, There's just it'd be well, discussion. Again, it's not meme. Yeah. And we talked about this last time as well. I think we, we can end it on this one. Somebody asked earlier. I'm sorry. I, I don't remember who it was. I didn't grab it. I uh, was saying, OK, d does this mean I shouldn't buy Asus anymore? That is up to you and your comfort level. Uh, I. There, I, there's an automaker that we had a bad experience with. We didn't buy their car the next time around. That is up to you. Would I have a problem running an Asus bot, a board? No, I would not have a problem. I'm frankly, and I was discussing this. Like it's one of the things where I just I'm more comfortable with the UFI that they have. I just like it over Gigabyte and MSI and competitors. I the others are okay, but I'm just kind of used to it. So you do you, I do me. For me, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And again, remember the guidance from last week was like, look, keep the BIOS updated. This will get sorted out in a month or, or so. Or if you undervolt, you're completely Or undervolt. Fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I totally do that in my small four factors. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. I mean, same same thing for me. Like, like I think, and we talked about this before, that's a great thing about capitalism. If, if you don't want to support them, you don't have to. There, there are other awesome man motherboard manufacturers out there. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, ACs, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anything that they make that isn't well represented in another category, right? Like they make they make monitors. There's other good monitor manufacturers out there. The other make motherboards. I mean, crap. They even make phone versions. And obviously, there's other phone. You know, so it's like if you really don't want to buy Asus, like you could avoid them altogether if you wanted to. And that vote with your wallets, people. So you yeah. Know. And but I, also for me, I'm I'm fine. This doesn't steer me necessarily from buying Asus products. So right. But I I just everybody should. You should buy on what your comfort level is. And the best thing ever is when you have choice. That's why, again, uh, Intel getting into graphics, well, let's hope they stick around, is is great for consumers to have more choice for everybody, right? And it's great to have this ROG ally because <laughs> more handhelds are better for everybody. So 
to have a choice. You you know your your that's why I always think the your strongest statement is they don't give a damn about you yelling on Twitter and Reddit that much. But when you don't buy their stuff, that's when they take it seriously. So yeah, clearly they're being punished for this. You could argue how much of this is really fair to them. Whatever. Also, you could argue who knows how much this is going to actually impact sales. Because, I mean, Asus is a big company. They sell a lot of things. Yeah. You know, who knows how far this information is getting out to the general consumer that probably makes up the bulk of what Asus sells to. Yeah. I mean, but that's, I mean, that's a problem when you have, again, you have a, when you have a one and one hour Gamers Nexus investigation followed up by another one hour. And then you have all these videos where they are heavy deep dives where, frankly, most of us have a hard time following all of it. And then you try to you try to distill that into a stupid meme that you post on Reddit and Twitter. <laughs> Every time it's like, hey, I'm just I just bought my brand new ROG ally, right? And then you all like come in like, oh well, now it's time for me to say something crappy because, you know, <laughs> that's the way you do it in the internet. It's like, come on, this has nothing to do with that. But the problem is everybody wants to immediately say something crappy to be to just just I, I just don't understand that. I mean yeah, I get yeah. it. It's kind of funny that kind of like smack talking you would do when you're just kind of hanging out with, but now everything is turned down to bar talk at, at, you know, one o'clock in the morning. And I don't, <laughs> I don't understand where, how we've gotten here. So, uh, well, uh, Shraf 2K says, uh, if you don't yell on social media, then the company gets a pass. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't believe they get that. I think when you don't buy it, that's <laughs> when they don't get that pass. I know that's, that's what it comes down to. Right. So, and again, Steve was, Everything he did was perfectly within his right, and I think the right thing to do because they needed to ridiculous calling for people to install this BIOS to fix the problem in the meantime that actually does technically void your warranty with the language that says they void. I mean, that just made no sense, right? That was just kind of a boneheaded move, and it was just like it was unfortunately boneheaded move after boneheaded move. And believe me, we've seen plenty of companies do it before, so yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we we did have a five dollar oh. uh, five dollars and fifty cents uh, Canadian dollar su- super chat from Ooh, Roving yes. Cyclops earlier. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, so. Asking, doesn't uh, American Megatrend make most of the bios out there? Like, has anyone asked them for comments and uh, about like why is everyone's why is everyone is suddenly frying chips? Well, so, yeah, AMI. Well, AMI, yeah. one, it's not everyone. Uh, AMI. Yeah. I don't know, is Phoenix even still around? But they provide basically the BIOS framework, I think. You're, they're still the boards at Asus, MSI, Gigabyte, BioStar, et cetera, et cetera. They are still being, you know, they, they don't, AMI doesn't go like, oh, give it this much power, right? So they- a- AMI is the framework. Yeah. The motherboard manufacturers Probably come in and put their own, yeah. their own- I'm version. trying to think of that. Like, like, is it like Android? No, no, I mean maybe where, where it's like Google makes Android, but then Samsung comes and heavily modifies it to their own. I mean that's probably going a little too far, too I far. think, oh, because okay. Android is a full operating system. Yeah, sure. So yeah. this is this is not has nothing to do with AMI or any BIOS makers. They're not the ones going in and and setting the parameters for the motherboard how it comes up. As far as I know, for God knows, maybe uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's their fault. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, okay. We don't know. And by the way. I love Coca-Cola products. I love Diet Coke. There <laughs> Even is no, though they have feces in them? You just, there is you no just feces said that. in them You said at that all. on record. That was that was clearly <laughs> just, you know. Sarcasm. I, I, just I, making a. Slash S. I'm an example of misdirect. I love <laughs> Diet Coke products. I'm hoping to go to Diet uh, 
Taiwan and have Diet oh, Coke, Coke, Coke fiber. Coke plus fiber. Adam will still drink Coke fiber in, in to, Taiwan. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a problem because I'm going to drink too much of it. Just got to make sure <laughs> it's, uh, you know. Uh, even, if it, even if it did come out that it legit had feces in it, uh, I would still probably drink it. <laughs> no, 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 don't. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, a uh, $4.99 uh, dollar super chat from Joseph Frusky. Thank saying, you so much. In, in, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. In my opinion, Asus still makes a great motherboard. Yeah. yeah, valid opinion. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see. You know, uh, obviously, uh, Ace is probably going to be at Computex. So you know, we'll we'll see what they have on hand, <laughs> and yeah. see if if you know there's more developments uh, to come from this. But um, yeah, if you want more information, like, yeah, once again, Gordon said we had Steve on on last week's episode. Go watch that as well. Always good to have Steve. We'll uh, you know what what. Uh, we're we're gonna have lunch with Steve. We'll 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 talk off the record. Over over beef noodle. <laughs> I don't think Steve will probably I'm have a camera rolling. A joke. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have like a Go GoPro cam in his hand. Like, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> no um, off the record here. <laughs> uh. Anyway, we yeah we should move on. Uh. Speaking speaking of Intel. Oh, you know what? Steve Anderson says, "Why is this overheating not happening with Intel? Uh, probably because they just updated the microcode, Gordon. <laughs> right." The mystery micro and uh, it is yeah that is yeah let's let's not it's not happening whatever is going on with AMC side of the AM AM five side of the fence I I don't know what the hell it is but um it's it's not happening on Intel but we don't we don't it's not because obviously AMD makes a different product and there's a whole different framework associated with that but let's yeah I know we you're. You're you're backward patting yourself on the back, like, huh, oh, my Intel part. Yeah, my Intel part. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're built for those higher temperatures. We can take the heat. Yeah, but no. the problem is the Intel parts have secret secret, secret okay. updates. Yeah, uh, and for I security problems. And I do want to mention this because uh, we wrote about it on uh, PC World. Everybody wrote about it, but basically, uh, there was a little bit of. Uh, little bit of confusion i don't know about confusion but like what Scared. this looks kind of scary most of the headlines were like uh, here's a one from Thomas hardware intel deploys undisclosed microcode security update for cpus going back to coffee lake um issue foronix foronix god why did i get that wrong foronix foronix intel issues new cpu microcode going back to gen 8 for new undisclosed security updates and then i also have to to burn us as well pcworld.com uh intel microcode because i i can't like call out other publications and not burning and, and we our our Mark our headline Hawkman. was although there this was updated mysterious intel patch release for almost every modern uh cpu um and this is because uh, basically last week foronix spotted a, a a microcode update issued for uh, Linux and I love Linux because basically it's like everything has to be in the open. So like on the Windows side, like they can issue stuff. You have no idea what is going on. But oftentimes I realize this from talking to Wendell is like, like Linux is everything is like it's like a city council meeting. Everything. Oh, wait, are we going to see Wendell? Open. I can't remember. I think he's going to be a copy so. text, right? I hope so. Oh, uh, Wendell. Yeah. Somebody, somebody ping Wendell or. Let us know in the chat. Is yeah, we'll Wendell going up. to Computex? We should hang out with him. But so everybody, and of course, the reason why we're talking about it, because it ended up being basically a nothing burger, but it doesn't matter because typically when you ring, you can't unring that bell. People saw all those headlines, mysterious, secret, security, 
those kind of things, that word cloud of, of crap that the internet is going to, that's the thing that catches your attention. Like, it was just missing AI. Right. Cause they just, they just had that, like that's something scary, mysterious secret. Right. And so people, they never catch up to the actual information. So that's why we're bringing it up. Uh, I asked Intel uh, for an update, like, Hey, what's up with this the other day? And they said, microcode two zero two three zero five one two update or released Thanks. on may 12 2023 does not contain any security updates and the note intel dash sa dash na which people assumed was intel uh, security advisor dash um not whatever something not to close or whatever is meant to convey that they there are no applicable security updates in the package. So everybody basically thought the NA means uh, not not uh, not available, like because it's a secret. That's what everybody sort of assumed. It means um, basically not applicable. So basically, Intel basically they do this. They push out microcode updates for CPUs. It cleans up some things. Uh, the example I think I, I read in Wikipedia to make sure I got this correct is the original Pentium FDIV bug um, was obviously a disaster. They had to recall those original Pentiums because there was a problem where sometimes it gave you the wrong answer. Even if it was one out of a hundred million times, you don't want your calculator giving you the wrong answer. They ended up eating all those chips, recalling them. And ever since then, they basically says we need to find ways to sort of fix these kind of screw-ups. So these kind of things sometimes fix screw-ups. So this microcode fix up some errata, and you can go read their errata there, just close on Intel and AMDs and everybody's websites, some kind of like little things. But the reason we're talking about it is to make sure that typically uh, when you hear that Gordon Ung has been arrested for murder on the front page... We are revealing so many things Let me tell podcast. you this newspaper trick. <laughs> yeah, front page, Gordon Ung arrested for murder. Hmm, Gordon Ung, yeah, looks like they've released him. They've found not to be, they, they've, they've declined to press charges. Where's that? Page 15, right? <laughs> That's just the way it is. You don't go like, ah, it's not on the front page anymore. Yeah, when you're, when they spring you and like, yeah, he was just walking by and we decided to grab him. That's, they don't, you don't get that attention. So that is important why we need to unring that bell as much as we, as we can. It was not secret. It was not, I guess it was mysterious just because it didn't matter. Don't, if people try to run away with that and think that it was, you know, they were, they were patching in some crazy thing. They, they didn't, according to them, we don't know what it is. And you have to believe a public company will not risk being sued by lawyers about lying about stuff. It's, it's a nothing burger, but sometimes you have to talk about the nothing burger so they don't turn into something burgers. So in this microcode update, is this a BIOS thing? Is this something you can get through Windows? How, how is this updated? Well, what what'll most likely happen is it'll be in it'll be rolled into future BIOS updates for okay. your system. Um and it's eighth gen and forward, so any modern, you know, like this laptop is eighth gen, it'll probably get it rolled in at some point. Sometimes you even get them downloaded from, you know, Microsoft these days. So if, if so if you are worried, there's a way to not get it. Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, you like, could just don't, don't update the BIOS. Never update your BIOS, right? Oh, so okay. it'll it'll never show up. Um although again, they, some OEM laptops, they're getting even, I've, I've maybe boards. I've seen, I've got some other, some laptops where it's like, oh, wait, 
I didn't install that BIOS. It'll start downloading it. Uh, okay. and it. So uh, I, I want to point out, uh, Hellraiser says, uh, here's the headline, the murder weapon was feces-tainted generic cola No, no not Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, he said generic cola, co- cola oh, beverage. Generic oh, cola cola. Cola. oh, the cola. Yeah, generic cola beverage. What's one they don't make anymore? They still make RC Cola? Yes. I, I've drinking so, RC Cola in the past that's six some months. Man, I tell you one thing. I will take it. I will it's take generic. Yeah, it's, it's cola. Like it's just the, a generic cola. Oh, boy. In the cola <laughs> hierarchy, like RC Cola is down there. Yeah, I wouldn't put it up there. That's uh, You know, the that's, sad thing is, damn sure. it's Royal Canadian Cola. Is it? I think so. I think no, it's I thought, for, but I thought it was like a KFC thing where they rebranded. It's not. It's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's KFC. No, I think it's Royal Canadian. I I would just have to say, do better, Canada, because like really, <laughs> like do you think when you go visit the calling out Canada when here. the king comes to visit now, like ah uh, here's your RC cola. Oh man, what is this? Give me a Coca Cola. Not I this remember Mister Pib. Gordon, most of our super chats are from <laughs> Canadian dollars. Yeah, they are. Don't Watch piss out, off the Canadians. Man, wow. Even, They're Canadians gonna get their lawyers this. after us, Gordon. Canadians, though. See, I can comment on the taste of RC Cola, and I definitely do not appreciate the taste of RC Cola. Oh, and it, Bob Bob Jones says uh, Linus is going to call up Gordon after this. Yep, I lost a bit from his screwdriver, man. I was like, oh no problem, I'll go buy it because they're only five dollars. Somebody needs to point out this. Like it's like the six dollar bit replacement bit kit. It's like, oh, I'll just buy this other one, get it. I was like, wait, the shipping is like eight dollars or something. Oh, to it was get, like if you want to replace one bit, you have to pay eight dollars shipping. Well, no, I was gonna buy the set. Oh, it's a cause set because the, the original set has got these stupid Robson bits. What the hell? Who cares? I was gonna buy a couple of them. Well, I was gonna buy one just to replace the one I lost, <laughs> and then um, I was like, what? It was like twenty dollars. So it just it was it got really ridiculous. Like, what do they have? Not have a functioning. Mail system in Canada? Is it the Royal and Canadian Mail System? Gordon calling out Linus here. He's a Canadian <laughs> well, and, I, and he overcharges for shipping. I love the <laughs> hey, LTT not that our screwdriver, great, but, but I had this problem where I was putting into the bit holder and I was holding it by the handle and the whole thing rotated. So then it slipped out and fell on the garage floor. <laughs> like, I swear to God, they need to have this Olympics thing where it should you, you drop a screw on the ground from a certain height and then the one that gets it to go the furthest and hardest to get or ever lost forever, that's the winner. Because where the hell do they go? I was like, where did it go? Like, like, it's like sometimes it'll like go down the street. Like you'll be walking down the street going to your car. Like how did it, like it unlocked the door, went out, <laughs> shut the door, locked the deadbolt, walked down the street, down the sidewalk, and it gets there. That's what's up with that. It's the next Pixar film. <laughs> lost screw. It lost, lost yeah. Bits. Right, do you ever do that? Like, you drop it right here. You could be like, there could be, no, you could be in an airplane hangar. There could be nothing. You could drop that screw. It'd be like, where did it go? Like, out on the tarmac somehow. Or, or like, I, I've had it before where it, like, got in the groove of my shoe. I looked everywhere and I was like, what the hell? And I stepped on it and it was like, got it, you know, stuck in my shoe. Yeah. Uh, it's trying to so. just go back to line. It's trying to go back to Canada. Yeah, see, the conspiracy theory is, so I was like, I'm going to buy this one kit that was like six bucks. I was like, wait a minute. The shipping was like, whatever, 10 bucks or something. It was like crazy. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, then maybe if I buy two of them. Uh, but they didn't have the one I wanted. It's like, what if I buy three of them? I was like, whoa. Oh, whoa. Hey, the more you buy, the more you save, <laughs> according to Linus. Well, because it wouldn't feel as bad if I got three sets of bits that are all unique. Well, it right? would feel bad paying that much. But Well, but then then the shipping doesn't is not as painful. But yeah. like the, the well, but shipping is- need it. Like, it's some kind of eBay shipping there. Like, oh, yeah, the, it's like $5 for this U shirt, but the shipping is $15? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, uh, yes. Anyway, shipping is insane. You're right, 
Jesse. Uh, okay, we, we should move on to Q and A before we <laughs> explode out of confusion here. Uh, if no. You're, if if you're watching this uh, at PC World in the chat, it's easier for us to to see it. If you're listening or watching this later, uh, there's a link to our our Discord uh, server on the uh, in the description. Go over there. There is a channel called Full Nerd Questions. You can drop it in there. There's some good questions. Uh, let's get to uh, one of them. I want to get to first um, is a uh, friend of the show, Master Procrastinator. My Corsair Ram, which is uh, a kit of two by sixteen. Uh, at 32 meg- 100 mega transfers per second doesn't work on my gigabyte board which is the x570 with my amd cpu which is a 3900x uh it's on the qualified vendors list for the board amd said that ddr4 3200 is supported corsair sold it to me with those speeds it doesn't work who should be who should i be outraged at sorry i i was zoned out thinking about robertson bits <laughs> can you just read the first part of that <laughs> They they have a, a AM4 board a 3900x. They bought a Corsair RAM kit at 3200 mega transfers per second. It, it was sold that it's on the the Q what is it the QVL list qualified vendor yeah, list. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it doesn't work. Who should they be outraged at? Did they get bad silicon lottery? Should they be outraged at AMD? Should be they're outraged at Corsair? Should they they be outraged at the Gigabyte motherboard? So if you got your motherboard, it's a Gigabyte board. The QVL list, which everybody owes, is it they. They consider to be the the you know the the last word on everything always working. Um, it doesn't really guarantee that because so what's happened is wait wait so the QVL list isn't guaranteed. It is what they have guaranteed is with this CPU in this motherboard probably with this BIOS with this module kit you can get this to post and run at thirty two hundred. Mm-hmm. Note that I said this CPU, right? So there's uh, things that, so the CPU, and again, this this brings up very much like Wendell has brought up to, to counter the every single Intel super fan saying, oh, well, I can run my, my, my 1300K at 8,000 all day, no problem. And there are many, many documented cases of 1300Ks not running at very high clocks or low latency. Um, of course, a lot of people are like, well, that's that's different. That's overclocking. We're talking to we're talking to QVL list. Shouldn't this work? And no, there's still lottery to it, right? And this, it, you know, there's and the, clearly this kind of plays into what we're seeing a little bit with this AMD stuff. And I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's not guaranteed. And that's actually interesting because you would assume on the QVL, but but the QVL is tested with. You're saying it's tested with. A specific CPU and a specific like BIOS version. It means yeah. I mean it's or maybe they do enough of them. So everything is still lottery. You are and again if you there are there are thirty two hundred kits that are actually Jetic speed. Mm. Um but I'm guessing this one is not. So honestly I bet if you swap your processor to a fifty eight hundred X three D then it might work. So if it works with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. annoying. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, I I think that's kind of one of the things I've kind of realized is everybody takes QVL to be like, oh, I'm safe. Uh, Yeah, probably. You're definitely more safe than just kind of like selecting lowest price dim on (laughs) on Newegg and buying that. Um, But it doesn't guarantee it's going to work. Yeah. All right. So that's a bummer. Sorry to hear that, Master Procrastinator. I, I would be upset. 
Uh, all right. Um, Taboo, friend of the show Taboo, uh, is practically everyone in the industry try- trying to pass us for idiots by blatant advertising features and performance figures using features which, according to them, will void your warranty. Yep. Is, is, is it at this point even still ethical and justifiable to review hardware with features that void the warranty enabled? Uh, yeah, I, I think I know because everybody wants to do the hard correction like, oh, well, now we're going to punish you by running everything stock. I think that's you're, you're everybody. If you're you're buying high performance hardware, you're you're going to at least probably run it in the high performance modes. I think I mean, I, I would say even not high end hardware. People are trying to get the most out of their their systems. Yeah. And, and I think that's one of those that the real disconnect here is. We've all gotten so damn complacent with module speeds that we assume everything works. Again, like, like his friend, there was like a 3,000 part in a gigabyte board that would not run 3,200 off the QVL list. We've gotten so complacent to assuming everything works and it is perfectly safe that we 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 just think it's it's going to work. And there is some risk. And I think, you know, Whatever the hell's going on, hopefully it'll, this will be. We won't remember this in three months, but I think, yeah, I think you're going to run in high performance mode. You know, I, I mean, maybe the argument, like again, I pointed out when I originally did the uh, Ryzen 1000 series, I ran the machines fully loaded, so basically KB Lake on 1800x, I ran over four DIMMs, um, and that of course limited the memory speeds because fully loaded, you're not going to run at high speeds. That was pretty valid. But, you know, a lot of people then were screaming, you need to run these parts at higher clocks on the memory because blah, 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 blah. Or, 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 or higher higher speed with two DIMMs. Right. Um, I mean, but what's, yeah, what's more realistic? Somebody's going to buy max out four DIMMs or they're going to run higher clocks. I don't, I don't know. You know, all things are right. So, I mean, I mean that's, that, that's why I would say, I mean, that that's why there's a lot of people who get angry like, why didn't you test this? Why why aren't all the reviewers testing in the same exact way? I actually think it's a bonus that reviewers test in all kinds of different ways because then you get to see, oh, okay, well, here's where it breaks down over there. Here's where this configuration and like I think more testing configuration is better than everyone doing the same exact configuration. Yeah, and what uh, what how does that benefit everybody to be using exact same like what should we all use the exact same boards with I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous because you were reviewing a CPU or GPU for a place that's going to be using infinite capabilities, infinite combinations, it makes more sense to sort of see, you know, Hub is doing this, Steve is doing this, uh, GN, and, you know, like everybody's doing, Paul's doing this. There's all different ways that you're doing it, and I, I think it's just better to have that diversity of views than having, like, your, and then also remember, not every, C, like, look at that, um, who did the recently? Uh, DeBauer had DeBauer a, did this did like, a super, I, I believe it was DeBauer did a super interesting video where he literally bought like a dozen of the same exact model and the performance scores were all over the place. I mean, not like huge, but like big enough, you'd be like, oh my God, wow. You, like you could really get <laughs> luck of the draw on a part. So even, yeah, like that, that's the thing is that like, I think having one empirical review doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons because yeah, sometimes literally just luck of the draw of like Silicon lottery and like, which sucks, 
but at yeah. the same time that's just what happens and that that can be cpu that can be motherboard that can be ram that can be gpu that's it's kind of everything right yeah and then maybe the problem power is supply i mean maybe part of the problem is everybody is looking at it at 11 setting it to 11 maybe there maybe uh, there i mean maybe there is something to be said for right well i think everybody like i run everything at you know, decent. I mean, seven, what six thousand? But maybe. Well, but six thousand is know. technically overclocking your AMD, even though it's uh, stable for Intel. Mostly stable for Intel, right? And I would say, yeah, even then, it's like, and then how fair is that to Intel, where I'm running, I'm artificially limiting the Intel platform to six thousand because the AMD platform is probably not going to be running up at seven thousand and up. How fair is that to Intel, right? I just. It really gets it gets extremely messy. So I, I I don't know what the easy answer is, but I mean, like, and some I mean, we hear this all the time. Well, why didn't you do this testing? Why didn't you do this testing? I mean, yes, more testing would be awesome, but it's also like, how much time do we have? How much? How much? How many benchmarks do you actually want to do in yeah. your life? You've well, already done a lot of benchmarks. So. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I do also. I I have an update from uh, someone. Oh, I I do want to point out that it's been pointed out to me that ASUS did have, and I don't know if this makes a difference or not, ASUS did actually have a um, a non-beta BIOS with the updated AGISA that is within specification without basically the warrant, the not, so basically the non-beta version had the corrected update mm -hmm. and it didn't say it would violate your warranty. So if you installed the non-beta one, mm -hmm. that would have done it. And then there were newer ones that were issued, right? So, hmm. okay. Just, just want to make sure that's that's want to point that out. And that that is that is fair, you know. That is fair. I mean, I think again that maybe the problem there is people go like, you know, when I go and look at a motherboard, I I always you like you only sort and you look at the newest one, right? You don't even look at the older ones. So you always pick the latest BIOS, even if it's a beta BIOS, right? Mm, no, I mean, really? not for my production box. I mean, my, my and I mean, Earth Taurus says uh, safest place to be is Jetic profiles for for work. If it's I, I you know, and uh, like we hear this from uh, like uh, Puget Systems, like Falcon Northwest, you know, like because they like people who rely on doing work on a system. I don't run <laughs> bleeding edge beta BIOS <laughs> and things like that. You know, I like I very do. I I can do a modest overclock on on maybe something like ram but i mean most of the time i'm like undervolting or something so like i i actually if it comes down to work nah hmm. i don't do the beta bias really mm. wow i'd rather have things stable I and mean, we talk about this all the time I, i'd rather have things stable when it comes to work because the downtime is not worth whatever i'm trying to get out of that little extra right it's not worth the downtime i wonder if that's something that needs to be recalibrated too and it is calibration because i think we've gotten so complacent to think they wouldn't give us these options if it were unstable or unsafe, right? Mm. So to me, I always update to the beta BIOS because I know sometimes that you have the beta BIOS with whatever latest security exploit or whatever errata fix that's, that's in there, and I want to run it because I want the latest security or errata fix in there, and I know it might be weeks or months before you make that, that BIOS makes it all the way through QA, right? So I don't really want to sit for three months waiting for the final BIOS. And then the really crappy thing is when you're on the the newest motherboard with the newest chipset, you get first-class service. 
when you have a three-year-old motherboard or four-year-old motherboard, you are getting that, okay, you're on boarding level B, right? <laughs> so you you get on the plane last and you sometimes only get the beta BIOS and it may be months and months and months before you ever get the final BIOS. So hmm. that that's why I always kind of go for it. But, but again, that's sort of like I'm calibrated to think, oh, it must be pretty safe and I don't want to wait. But maybe... Maybe we can't really think that. Maybe we shouldn't be thinking that. I mean, this is, you know, this this incident's kind of clearly taught us that maybe that that's not the way to go anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I do, uh, Gordon. We we got a super chat. I want you to, uh, I want you to read this. Let's see. Um, I'm I'm gonna make it real big for you so you can read. We we got a, a special super chat if you could read that. I don't have a question. My students and I'm I say who is it from? Oh, uh, Joe Frisky. Am I getting that right? Fr- Frusky. Yeah. Maybe, jo- Joseph Frusky. Maybe say, like, hey, Joe Frusky. Maybe that's like, <laughs> gave us a $9.99 American. Thank you. I, I don't have a question. My students and I love the show and want to give give you all the money, all my money. Thank you. You don't oh, have to. I see. You don't have to. Please give a shout out to Staten Island Technical High School. I got it right. Hey, it's Joe hey, Frusky. Hey, Staten Island Technical Staten- High School. Oh, man. Wait, you know, S I T H S. It's almost close to shits. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, it is not. Oh man, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on. Sith. Thank Sith. you so much. Let me Sith. give you a shout out. Sith. Like so, like Star Wars. S I T H S. Oh, the Sith. Yeah. They're the Sith. They're the, the bad guys. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's pretty sorry. cool. But let me tell you, I love Staten Island. Staten Island Technical High School. So we visited Staten Island, I guess it was 2017, 2018. Well, we we didn't well, I mean, sorry, Staten Island. We visited New York. <laughs> and then we stayed in in the Forgotten Borough, which is Staten Island, because that was the cheapest place to stay. But oh, it was awesome because, you know, you'd hang out at Manhattan, and that, that Staten Island ferry, it just really taught me what a complete, I'm going to say this, because even though it risks our Disney sponsorship, what a complete shit show public transportation in the Bay Area is. <laughs> it's such a disaster. Absolute disaster. Because so like Can't we confirm. Would, we would no, hang out in Manhattan. It was just wonderful all day. And then, like, then we would like go down to the tip. And then we go to the so you go to the Staten, you go to the the, the ferry station. So you go there, and then uh, so for people who don't know that New York, let me tell you this. And I'm going to say this, even though I am from Oakland, uh, <laughs> New York is our greatest city. <laughs> you go down there to the ferry station. You could be like. And it didn't matter. Every 30 minutes, 24 hours a day, this ferry that was as big as this building would pull up, lower that ramp. Everybody would get on. You would get on that ferry. You would go across. You'd get to, you know, Staten Island and you would, you'd, you'd go to your affordable. It was great to get the host we stayed at was, was great. And then you would like, it was just amazing. That Staten Island ferry was amazing. And it was free. That it cost zero dollars. Zero dollars, 24 hours a day, and that thing was like 30 minutes. Like that On ramp time. was like that On that ramp time. was like 30 minutes. And then even better, you get there. It's two o'clock in the morning, get to that ferry station, and uh it's like, man, I'm hungry. And like, but they had the food places that would be open, and they just have like the place that would sell a slice of New York pizza for like a buck, buck fifty, two bucks or whatever it was. Uh-huh. It's it's still better than all the pizza in this lousy city of San Francisco, yeah, and it's at the Staten Island Ferry at two o'clock in the morning. 
So yeah, Staten Island, you really, we could learn some lessons from you. So that's that's what I have to say to Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- thank you, Joseph. Thank you. You again. don't have to give us all your money. Uh, it, it it is it is fun though. I I'm I'm curious. Uh, let's know what do you, it sounds like. Uh, they're a teacher over there or something. Yeah, like that? I'm also curious uh, that yeah they yeah have, yeah. Like, well, what stu- what do you, what do you teach? I, I want to know. Oh wait, I used yeah. harsh language there earlier. I did too. too yeah. Like, have you are you putting on uh, uh, a full nerd right now in, in class <laughs> like for your students to watch us? <laughs> they're like, oh, this is a uh, this is computer session hour. Uh, let's just watch the full nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I'll I'll take it. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, so thank you. Anyway, thank um, you. a couple more questions and we can get out of here. Uh, I have. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh. Kojamo Kojamo eighty three uh, new to our Discord says I have an upgrade question. You ready? They want to upgrade. They have a ninety nine hundred K. Okay. They have a RTX thirty eighty, and they have thirty two gigs of RAM. That's all they said. Uh, oh, they play they play games at fourteen forty p one hundred and seventy hertz. Huh. I haven't heard of one hundred seventy hertz. Uh, anyway, so fourteen forty p on a ninety nine hundred K with a thirty eighty. I usually upgrade one major component about every two two years, so a CPU, a GPU, whatever. Uh, first, oh yeah, yeah. Um, what what would you do next in their system with a 900K RTX 3080, uh, 32 gigs of RAM? Uh, would you go GPU at this point, or would you go CPU and motherboard? That uh, they want to get into resizable barge and five drive storage DDR5. Uh, they uh. It, Further in, because uh, there was a little uh, side discussion about it, uh, they they pretty much only use it for gaming. Okay, they're not feeling anything. They're they're running everything just fine. He just he's getting that itch, and I totally get it. You just get that itch, like ooh, I got to upgrade. So, what would you upgrade first? Would you up would, would you upgrade GPU? Would you upgrade and CPU platform? Fourteen forty what right refresh? High, high refresh rate. They, they say oh. one hundred and seventy hertz. So, and they say ooh. right now everything's running fine, for the most part. Huh. Boy, that's a tough one. That's really like, like you could really argue if it's fine. Then you know, honestly, the SSD prices are insane right now. I keep buying them even though I don't need them. So <laughs> you could argue I, I can you confirm. move to like, man, I've always wished I had an eight terabyte SSD or four terabyte SSD or really really fast high performance. Even though you nine hundred K, there was no Gen four, right? I can't remember. No, Gen, mm, there was no Gen four. Yeah, I don't think so. You could, but you sort of have something for later on. I. I could say you could just not move. Um, it's a really, it's a real wobbler for me because I actually think when you're looking at 1440p at 165 hertz, you know, 4080 would be nice, but the 9900K is a little, right, a you little probably bit bottleneck there, a little well, bit. I, I think that the thing in the discussion was okay if they if they upgrade the GPU, yeah, they could definitely do that, but they'll probably get a little bit of a bottle, bottleneck. And they're not getting some of the other nice things around the, the edges, like recyclable bar and things like that. But if they upgrade the CPU and platform stuff, you're probably not going to get much right now. Right. It's more like a: Do you upgrade for the future to take a newer GPU, or do you upgrade the GPU to get a little bit of performance bump now? Yeah, I would upgrade the the CPU and the platform personally. Yeah, I. I mean, it depends on which way you want to go. Intel, you're probably at the end of the line. With that socket. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, so, I, like, I would almost kind of want to wait for Meteor Lake just to kind of see what's going on there. But AMD, you're at the beginning of AM5, you know, you, you could potentially... Well, last question is what kind of game? Because if we're talking about, like, cyberpunk... He said AAA games. AAA games. So, he's, he's pushing oh. it. He's pushing the edge. Well, the, I, honestly, I would say GPU then. So, if you're you playing... So? If you want to play the newest games, yeah, you're going to give up some performance, but your, your accessibility to all the new goodness that they're throwing into only their new cores... 
you know, then you're going to get that out of a, a, a hey, even thing. knowing you're or not getting the full AMD. benefit of of yeah. the GPU. I I would. I mean, the, the the crappy thing is a 3080 is such a good card still that, I mean, if you could unload it at a reasonable price to a friend that you honestly like, gosh, I got this friend and they don't have a lot of budget and they would get this huge step up, you know, to defray some of your costs, then I, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. I, I just honestly, I wouldn't. I would I would go CPU. Personally, I would go CPU. Uh, I, I would wait. Because, I mean, the I mean, 900K is not bad. It's not bad. It would definitely, you know, it's always going to be better, but I mean, you're kind of like, is it going to, is that new GPU going to like give you 30% more performance, 40% more performance? So where there are some games where a new high-end GPU will indeed well, but, give you 40% But the, the thing is, for, for me, the crux of the, the situation, they're saying they're not running into any problems right now. They're happy where they're at. So that's why, like, I think like, okay, if you're happy where you're at and you just, because here's the other thing, they don't want to upgrade everything. It's not like, oh, well, wait wait for next time to upgrade everything because they, they kind of want to dole it out, right? I would say I would say if you're happy where you're at, then you don't need that new GPU. You know, like like just work on the foundation. If you're happy with where you're at, work on that foundation so that next time you do get the GPU, it's going to be even that much better. Yeah, but then... Because if you have the 4080 and say you, you know, decide to upgrade the CPU later, like you're still not going to get that that huge of a benefit out of it. You mean, well, I would think, it, I guess we should try that, but 900K with a 4080 class range GPU is, I think it'll still, especially with when you're talking about AAA games. I mean, it's, they're supposedly they're already hitting that with AAA games now, though. So it's, you, it's not, you mean like if they're perfect? Yeah, again, they're, they're saying right now they're perfectly happy. They just they just have that itch. They just have that itch. Yeah, so then. I mean, the other option is to forego that and get better audio. Yeah, yeah, nobody's gonna do that. So buy, <laughs> buy, you know, buy more storage. Uh, you could also buy. Yeah, but it's Gen three. What? Why would you buy more Gen three storage? No, you buy Gen four and just basically run in Gen oh, three mode oh, okay. when you move it later. Because I re sometimes I regret buying Gen three drives, and it just feels like I should have bought Gen four, and you know, just you know, run it at a lower, uh, lower PCIe. A better thing is like maybe buy other stuff. Maybe there's some like cool RGB lighting you want to do in your you know, like those leafs, those nano leafs. Those cost as much as a GPU for God's sake. Once you get enough of them, mm -hmm. you could do desk. You could there's just definitely if you're happy with it, then why not put money into other stuff that like a gaming chair or a, or a nice microphone if you if that's your kind of thing or, or yeah, better headphones, Steam Deck. Yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> yeah, because I mean to me, you you could wait. I mean, that's one thing that's nice is waiting. If if you're actually fine with the CPU and GPU, then waiting doesn't generally cost you anything unless you wait yourself into the next the next shortage of GPUs where you're like, oh, I can't get a GPU. God, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, okay. Anyway. Good good chat. Oh yeah, Steam Deck for the toilet. There you go. <laughs> uh anyway. Uh, uh remember that conversation we had about stuff flying around when you're finished? Oh yeah. It, right in your coke uh joseph uh Fureski gave, gave us another uh super chat 499 oh, thank, thank you. you thank you so much again uh, so i teach much, uh, cloud computing ethical Ooh. hacking and penetration Ooh, uh pen penetration tester. testing oh wow tester, yeah. and yes the show is running in class as we run uh, nmap which is the the, the network map uh, oh network mapper oh yeah. that's fun that's thank awesome thank you so much thank you joseph <laughs> yeah I've, I've had my buddy on the the show what was it for the windows 11 uh, mike dinsiglio he's a certified ethical hacker and a, and a white hat and 
yeah, I loved hearing about all his his stuff. So that's awesome. We we need more people in the security realm. And that uh, New York pizza too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess Staten Island is a cloud. They computing. get so angry here. The San Franciscans, the people from Frisco, they get really angry. And I point out our pizza is just like pathetic. Yeah, well, bad. I mean, but they. I feel like California people like that thin crust, you know, like I, I'm just not a flatbread thin crust. Oh, you know what? Uh, I found out that there's a place that does Detroit style in uh, in Oakland. Have you heard of this? What, does it have shell casings in it? I don't want, or is it like- You burnt? don't know Detroit they style They light pizza? the house on fire and there's shell casings on it? Yeah, sorry, Detroit. We, so, should, we should bring it on. Yeah, we, we've time. talked about it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we should, should get it. I, I, I want to get it. It's a place in Oakland. Uh, Lindsay had it. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and what uh, is? I just don't know what Detroit pizza is so, like. So, so it's uh, so imagine imagine like a birthday cake, right? Where you you've got you've got the cake, right, and then you got icing on top, right? You mean thick crust? Oh no no, this is thicker. This is like literally like cake, like thick cake that's all crust, and then you've got the toppings on the top that's like <laughs> icing of a cake. So that that's how I I describe it. Is it like Quince. Chicago deep dish? Psh, that ain't deep enough. Detroit has the deepest. <laughs> like it is, it is thick. Do you huh. want? Do you want okay. crust All with right. a little bit of stuff on top? <laughs> That's Detroit style. Uh, it's actually really good. I, I like it. I've, I mean, I haven't tried this place. I've had other Detroit stuff. So. Huh. All right. Uh, I gotta try it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, oh, oh, a couple more real quick. Uh, VC Jester gave us a super chat last show. Uh, thank you so much. I said. Uh, uh, they they wanted wanted to argue with Elena. Oh, Elena's not here. Sorry. Well, I could take it. But they're they're making they're making a joke about the we were talking about the GPUs and and uh, and how people get on our Discord server and asking for for opinions. Right. Uh, them, what GPU to buy? Discord people on Discord. What are you gonna do with it? Them explains. Discord debates for two hours. Buy a forty sixty. Them adds the cheapest forty sixty to their cart. It's just how how it always goes. You know, oh, just I like, see. Eh, whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, here we go. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to end on a downer note. Are you ready? We're going to end on a downer note. Uh, friend of the show, Liquid R has a morbid question. Oh. Do you think people should be allowed to pass their games slash media catalog, uh, onto their family or friend at, upon passing? So your, your Steam library, your, your Amazon music, so, you know, uh, subscription yeah you know no i mean it is it is you know property i don't know if the the eulas it prevent you from I, yeah i don't think it does i don't know because you know i was so i was running dirt five for uh benchmark the other day mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever run dirt five for benchmarking no, i don't think so well because you're always installing it but like there's a portion of the game where you hit the down button and you're scrolling through the eula mm-hmm. and it scrolls for like oh, a minute yeah. and a half you're like so, yeah what? some games do that oh I, I mean, that. and again, that's your lawyers. That's your lawyers there. And I, you know, again, I'm not, I don't want to bag on lawyers too badly because the thing about lawyers is when you need one, you want a really good one. So that's, that's, <laughs> but you just burned all of, all of your trust with them. So no, no. Cause I mean, <laughs> they understand they're, you know, they're professionals. So uh, echo light. And I did see your, your comment. Uh, g- good to see you. It sounds like it's been a while. Uh, purchases. Yes. Subscriptions. No, I could see that your Netflix subscription. Nah. But if you you have legit purchases, whether it's audio, video, games, uh, yeah, that that would be. I think you pass that on, even though it's digital. You just have to plan it ahead of time, but you know, <clears throat> well, passwords not, and all that. Yeah, but I, I but I, it's different because you can't like sure. If I died and I left my passwords, you know, to my Steam account, yeah, somebody could use it. But that's different than saying, oh, hey, I died. Transfer ownership of the games I own to somebody else, like my you know next of kin their account 
That's what they're saying. Yeah, I don't think they have that facility built in, but it is something you would hope that, you know, what'll happen is it'll come up. Somebody will have thousands and thousands of dollars. They'll lose it and then it'll turn into, well, we don't have any convention to do that. And then somebody will write about it because they posted it on Reddit or Twitter and then it gets bubbled up and then it's like, oh, there's bad press now. Okay, that's that's actually a nice thing to do because, and that's the way, that's the way the world unfortunately works. Mark Techman says the digital death act of 2023. <laughs> okay. I don't, I mean, can you pass on, I don't know if you can pass on digital property because the other thing is it's not your property. You're renting it essentially. I know you can get access to accounts. Like I think the Facebook, there's a way to access somebody's account. After yeah, they, you can set that up things like time. that, but like it's not. But a that's purchase. not actually. That's not a purchase. You don't. You're. You know the way they won is you don't really own it. So that's that. That is kind of the bummer thing about the world today. So I don't. I would think though for Valve, they'd probably be. Oh yeah, sure. We can pass it on to you because that's that's just kind of how they roll. I think. Hmm. But it probably never come up. Yeah, well, I, th- I think that's the other problem is that I mean, so many, so much of our consumption is uh, subscription based now. Movies and I mean, music for for damn sure. I don't remember. I mean, other than vinyl, I guess I buy a lot of vinyl, but like digital stuff, I don't really buy digital albums anymore. Really? Mm, no, I've I've got streaming services. You know, I actually have gotten to the point where I'll buy them from Amazon because they, you can just download the MP3s. Uh oh oh, buy it through Amazon Music. Yeah, mm. if I you know I buy some songs, I buy because I'm not really into paying every month for. Oh, streaming. you know Although I pay for Sirius, but I, I guess that's not true. I, ha- I I do occasionally buy stuff on Bandcamp if there's like something very indie that I want to download. So I, Bandcamp. I, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Bandcamp. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's it's, it's like in, yeah. indie indie music distribution. Usually yeah, it's you know yeah, yeah no I, God, what was the, it was like it was I, oh man it must have been like a I think it was a lo-fi Zelda remix Ugh. so it was like. Oh no no it was a D master. So it was it was like Ocarina of Time D master. So do you know what a D master is Gordon? So was, Ocarina of Time was like orchestrated the but then they demastered it so it sounds like it was 8 bit on the NES. So it's like you yeah I I had a couple of really good video game soundtracks. One of them is from Halo. It's a D master. That that's one of my favorite ones. So it was a D master and then it was a lo-fi version. Can we just not make up words for this stuff? <laughs> Can we just not <laughs> Yeah, so what is that? Oh, well, we took the Beatles album, we made it sound like it was in 8-bit. Oh, okay, that's cool. No, that, that is actually cool. No, I, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, there's a dark... Uh, oh, they, I've they heard made a, one sounds like an 8-bit Dark version Side of the of Moon. It? It's actually pretty good. No, it's a, it's a D-Master, Adam. Why Why yeah. you got to say that? Like, why... It's a D-Master. I don't know. <laughs> like, retcon. Like, people are like that. Like, Steve, I, he used that word, and I, I, it reminded me that Steve is younger, because I remember hearing that first... <laughs> first time I heard it from Norm Chan... I was like, what the hell are you talking about? What the hell does that mean? Well, you know, this happened in Star Wars, but then they basically r- retroactively made it, what? Re- re- retroactively made it canon or something ridiculous like that? Like retcon? Yeah, what the hell is that? That's <laughs> like not a real word. Like you're talking about a made-up movie, well, made-up history by a bunch of people arguing about made-up stuff, and you're going to make up a real word to describe it as though it's real? Yeah, but the first time I remember thinking about that was Star Wars, right? Where, like, like uh, when when they did the the updated Star Wars oh, versions. Oh, yeah, when, and, they, when they retconned, um, uh, whatever, Han, Han, Solo Han shooting scene. first, or, or I like... I that's uh, how they use it, but just, I just don't understand why... So, no, I'm saying blame George Lucas for this. No, but he didn't make up retcon. He just—I don't think I don't he made it up. But that—that's the first time I remember, like, like 
oh, hey, you know what? You remember what you remember here in the past? No, that's not right. This is how it actually happened. You've heard my George Lucas theory. He's, not, he's the AI? No. So I, <laughs> this is I'm. This is the theory. Sorry, internet. We're just going to roll this a little we'll, longer. We'll roll it up here. So it was. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, Norman Chan from Tested used to work at uh, yeah, yeah. Gordon. So that's what he's referring to. Yeah, PC gamer. Norm, Norm the intern. Really, really great guy. So this is like 15, 20 years ago. I don't know what it is. So I was like, so, because clearly I'm like the most stable person in the world. Because I came up with this before anybody started. Because a good conspiracy, I love good conspiracy theories, folks. I, if you can't tell, but they got to be really good. Good conspiracy. good conspiracy theory. Now, good conspiracy theories like this. People don't know this. But George Lucas actually died while they were shooting Revenge of the Jedi. They were up in the Redwood Forest. Wow. There was an accident, industrial accident, got crushed by one of those lights. But at that point, Fox said, look, this is billions of dollars. Your contract, you are so valuable to this, this franchise. If you pass... We get to pretend that you're still alive because we're afraid if you go, we're going to lose billions of dollars. So if you kind of happened away, with the Beatles. same thing happened. So basically, they're up there, they're shooting the 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 revenge of the Jedi scenes. He gets killed. They're like, oh my god, we have to we have to implement whatever that um, what is it? Return of the Jedi? You talking about? No, Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, Revenge of the Jedi. That's what it was called. And then <laughs> once. Lucas changed his oh. mind. They're like, "Oh no, Jedi's they can't they can't use revenge." What are you talking about? Like they cut people's arms off all day. I mean, like what? You're going to get nice suddenly? So Lucas is gone. They they change it to Return of the Jedi, and then some other executive cuz where else would this come from? Says, "You know what? We really need some better toy toy tie-ins to this." So like we're we're making billions off the X-wings and the Star the tie fighters. No, no, we need something better. We need like um how about like a, a stuffed animal? Well, in how do we get that into this movie? Well, we we have these characters, they're called um Ewoks. Oh, you mean like a like a bear, something scary, like a Wookiee, like Rippy Arm from Marvel? Yeah. No, no, we we're gonna do we're gonna do like something cute we can sell at Toys R Us, right? Because no, you don't want to have sell that. You get the Ewoks, you get like wouldn't it be cool if we crashed a Super Star Destroyer into the, the Death Star? Well, how would that happen? Well, it's it's easy because the only thing you have to do to to wipe out a the all the defenses of a Star Destroyer is crash into its shield generator. That seems kind of dumb, don't you think? I mean, why wouldn't the Rebels have done that since the beginning? Like, all these things that make zero sense because Lucas is gone, and but his replicant is basically, they have a body double. They've had a body double acting as him all this time. I'm going to tell you a true story. Or, or maybe he this, just likes money. Now, I know you're going, <laughs> he's lying right now. But this is a true story here. So, I'm talking to somebody. This person worked at whatever Lucasfilm, Lucas, whatever it is. I told this person my theory. Mm-hmm. And they, they relayed this story to me. And then they went on uh, off the record. No, they relayed the story because this is a bear talk. There's not even it's in the it's in the zone. Person goes like, you know, you know, this person actually got into a meeting, or this person knows somebody, so it's hearsay, so it's not. But they know somebody who went into a meeting with Lucas, and they were 
briefing him about this some Star Wars thing or whatever. He didn't remember any of it. Like, because, you know, clearly Star Wars nerds are like, oh, and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. Only by a two-thirds vote of the Senate can the, <laughs> can the, can they override this in the Imperial Senate? Like, and, and like, he just like, like they said, he did, it's like he didn't even know. And they were kind of like, oh, that's, he doesn't remember this. I would, you know, they, they just assume that Lucas would remember every single thing about Star Wars, but he didn't know about this one thing and they were kind of confused, but I don't know that kind of. So it's like a men in black kind of thing where they wiped his memory. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that it lines up with my conspiracy theory. That he actually wasn't there. Revenge of the Jedi, that that was the body double. Because you think the body double's trying to like read Wikipedia to remember every single ridiculous Star Wars nerd fan thing? Definitely. No, they're not. They're just like, I don't know. You're like, I just want to get out of here and get this suit off, right? <laughs> I, I'd give this conspiracy theory like a, like a good C minus. No, it's, come it's on. Bad. It's fine. That is a really it's good fine. conspiracy theory because one, it sounds crazy. It makes no it, sense. It doesn't sound And like also crazy. the reason why it's such a good conspiracy theory, uh, it means it's meaningless. It has zero. <laughs> and it explains the Ewoks. Yeah, sorry, C minus. I, I need to give you, Elena and Brad, a scorecard next time for, for whenever yeah, Gordon like a, puts yeah, up a put up, conspiracy uh, theory. Yeah. A, B, C. Yeah, okay. That's not bad. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, we should get out of here. Uh, I do have, uh, there's a super chat that I need to reference from a uh, friend of the show, VC Jester. I don't remember the super chat. Do you, did you oh, yeah, see yeah, it? I it came it. So $2 super chat from VC Jester. Oh, okay. thank, thank you, you. so much. Uh, according to the internet, uh, Gordon's nickname is actually Gung. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So we, we were, we were joking on, on discord about, um, cause we have an AI uh, channel in there and, uh, I posted, uh, I asked, chat gpt who who is adam patrick murray and it, it gave me back some you know it was kind of right kind of wrong and then somebody posted who is uh gordon maung and and it said oh man i probably can't find it quick enough let's let's see i'm, I'm gonna try because this is the best internet uh or, um and somebody said oh here we go uh gordon maung quote also known as gung an end quote <laughs> is an American technology journalist and executive editor of PC World. So you're also known as Gung. <laughs> you know, I, according people, to Chat GPT, people would call me that in the office, but I don't really think. Really, people who? What office? Who calls you? Not in our office. <laughs> no, not in this office. Oh, I'm talking about like. Oh, okay. It would be at a former employer. Like that was like it was a common. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, okay. So I, maybe maybe this uh, Chat GPT is run by our friend Will Smith. <laughs> I had a, a I don't know maybe huh? yeah I've never heard anybody call you the other um, I would uh, I oh, was, oh I guess uh, it's true then in college there was a um, classmate former special forces who would call me Ugh. you were like because hey, he had this gravelly voice not Clinton but like <laughs> hey Ugh. Uh. Ugh. Yeah, because he's because you know he's Ugg. just Ugg. insulting me. I don't know what it is, but you know he's <laughs> this old guy, special forces. You're not gonna f with this guy because like rip your head off. Uh, anyway, we got to get out of here because uh, I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, yeah hungry. And, and now I can go for some Detroit style pizza. Actually, you know we should try it. Should. We should try we should. it. Gordon, how how deep do you like your dish? Well, but is it wait wait? But is it just all flour or is it just stuff like meat? Uh, yeah, there's like icing on top. No, no, there, so there is some, uh, you know, meat and cheese. What I'm and saying stuff on is, top, are but... you getting two and a half inches of crust? Yes. And then... Because like the best deep dish, see, that's, I don't know, that's a ripoff. Like to me, like a real Chicago pizza is like you're getting, the, the crust is thicker, but that's so it can be structurally sound because you're piling on so much sausage and cheese 
and 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 all the other stuff, right? Because you don't want to like you don't want to pay for flour. You want to pay for the the expensive stuff. So meat, when I eat, when I eat pizza with Lindsay, Lindsay will eat the pizza and then leave the crust, and I'm like, "What do you leave it?" And I just immediately eat that. I'm like, "That's the best part." I eat the crust. The crust, yeah, <laughs> the crust is the best part. So this is literally, hey, do you like crust with a little bit of stuff on so top? So you must Boom. like California style pizza. No, no, I hate California style because it's the opposite. It's that thin, crappy, crunchy crust. So you barely get any oh, crust. No, no, no. That's that. That that pizza is basically the new kind of like, it's the new style of whatever. And I know I hate that. Pister. That's the opposite that's of what so I like. Crust. I like a lot of crust. So actual, <laughs> so actual California pizza is probably closer to Blondie's, Berkeley, Escape from New York, and San Francisco. It's basically um, a big ass thick crust, and then they just like, could you put a little more cheese and and tomato sauce on here? But no. I mean, that sounds like Detroit style. I've never had that kind, but, uh, you know. Well, it's not really Detroit style, but it's basically all crust. And it is basically a California take on New York pizza, which, of course, it's New York's an not insult thick to, for me. Yeah. Well, it's an insult to New York pizza, but it really is It really is thick. So you got you to gotta go You gotta go to Blondie's. I think they've renamed it to Blondie's. It's yeah. a classic dive outside UC Berkeley. And then also Escape from New York on uh, in the hate. That's It's good pizza. It's just not... And it's not the stuff that hipster pizza now. Like I, I don't like California. Like stuff, whatever yeah. kind of like you like. Well, see, here, here's the thing, right? Uh, the, what the classic New York slice is like, you, you, you fold it, right? You, do you fold your, your slices of pizza? Well, you have to because you, you, yeah. there's no way to hold it. Do you it fold? Otherwise. Are yes. you a folder? Uh, okay, if it's yeah. big enough, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. fold the pizza. See, Detroit style, <laughs> you can't fold. You cannot fold Detroit style. That's, that's thick. <laughs> you can't just that pick up the piece of pizza. That doesn't sound attractive to me. That just sounds like they're just selling you a bunch of flour. It's yeah. good. It's called. It's yeah. That sounds like a ripoff. See, I will like, I like it. Zachary's. Zachary's pizza. I like. So like Zachary's. We have some Zachary's good pizza good. in here, yeah, in good. out here in the West Coast. It's just not the same style of pizza. Yeah. Zachary's is is really good thick crust pizza. <laughs> Matt says Detroit style folds you. It does. <laughs> yes. yes. No, I can see that again. I. Sorry, I was making fun of Detroit there. I was like, what do they... Because, you know, they have that thing about burning... Was that... What the hell they used to do at Halloween? They burned down homes? But it's I like no a Simpsons idea. episode. Uh, Arbong our, our, our asks, uh, need to know Gordon's opinion on uh, cheese board. Do you like the cheese board? Pizza? Yep. No. That's hipster pizza. Yeah, See, <laughs> yeah of course. What, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, that's hipster pizza. Anyway, we got we to... Gotta, I'm so hungry now. Now I want pizza. <laughs> Get us out of right, here, Gordon. Yeah, take us away, Gordon. Check back next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you're on one of those services, please leave your review. Every time you do, someone will agree that New York pizza and the Staten Island Ferry uh, Pizza House pizza is the best in the world. Well, we actually, we didn't get any <laughs> new reviews this week, so uh, they, they don't agree, unfortunately. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's, that Staten Island Ferry is just amazing. It's just incredible, though. I have to it sounds say. cool. We are so lame. We are just so lame <laughs> it here. It is true. You should go there and get on. It's just like, why are we so lame? Like, you want to take one of these back here. <laughs> like, you could just run one of those back and forth in the Bay Area, like, would solve all of the commute problems. But no, we are the lamest people on the planet. So let me just tell you that. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm Gordon Ung with Adam Patrick Murray. What about oh, Brad? Brad. Brad's Brad. gone. Brad. He's, bye, he's guys. Peaced out. He's peace. That's already. my Brad voice. <laughs> bye, and Patrick guys. Murray. Oh, bye. Thank you. Bye. And uh, Willis is going to hit the out switch.
All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Again, another shout out to Staten Island Technical High School for supporting our show. Thank Woo-hoo! you so much. Be the nice. Sixth. Yes. Be nice to your teachers. The, the fact that they let you watch the stream while you're listening to Gordon's yeah. conspiracy theories and, and all oh, that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Be <laughs> nice. Be nice to your teachers. Okay, I everyone. About that. <laughs> Pen testing. I know, right? All right. Have a good day, everyone. Bye.